0: And welcome back to the Infight for podcast with your host Jordan Renson. We're back again with episode 31 of the podcast, and we're, t- we're going over the Premier League season is finished, so we're going to go over our predictions, me and Theo's predictions from September. Uh, I've got my my guest here, uh, or my, my normal co host Theo. How are you doing, mate?
1: I'm all right, mate. Yeah, yeah I'm feeling a bit smug, but also a bit stupid. Yeah, uh, but
0: looking yeah. forward to this one. Yeah, yeah, we've got some way off, but some spot on. So it'll be quite interesting to see um, going over predictions. Yeah, it's yeah. There, there's some there's some shockers in there. I'll tell you that. Um, and Roden, you, you join us as well to to cover these predictions. Um, did you did you see that in the group chat? I sent it to the group chat. Our predictions. What did you make of them? Did you think that were a bit dumb to th- to think that some would get relegated and some would be in European places?
2: Yeah, um, I'm going to enjoy this one purely because it's an absolute laughing stop from the two of yous. <laughs> and uh, just to clarify, if I was with you guys at that point. I would have probably predicted the table exactly the way it is
0: right now. Oh, right. Oh, of course, of course you would. You're the man of all knowledge. So, yeah. That, that, that... Oh, sorry, Danny Welbeck. <laughs> Danny Welbeck. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, but yeah, guys, so we're going to cover um, our predictions, me and Theo's predictions, and we'll go from 20th place um, up to the top of the table. Um, so, Theo, I'll kick it off with your first one. Um, what was your first one again? It was Aston Villa you put in 20th. Um, yeah, yeah. Why was that then? Do you think that was more biased well, was, opinion or do you think, did you have a reason for putting them there? There was two reasons. Reason number one was
1: uh, because of intense hatred uh, for the club. Yep. And the uh, reason number two was they only stayed up last season because of a very, very yeah. bad goal line technology decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't think the squad was, uh, was very good, but I think it's safe to say they've had a very good season. Um, they've had the historical season and still managed to finish bottom half. But um, yeah, I got yeah. that wrong. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I also got it wrong. I, I put them a couple of places above. I did get, I I put them in eighteenth position um to get relegated as well. So um bad call from both of us. I, I also dislike Villa uh, partly. I'm not I'm not as much of hatred as, as yourself, but um I did predict them to go down as pair. you said they they finished the seventeenth year before, so it wasn't a bad call at all. Um, But 11th position, Ronan, they finished in the end. Do you think that the signings they made, Ollie Watkins being one of the main ones, do you think that's just really propelled them up the league?
2: Yeah, I think they've kind of... This season, they reminded me of Southampton. They do all their hard work at the start of the season, play really well, and then they kind of drop off the second half of the season. But because they did so well at the start, they they were pretty much safe. But yeah, no, I actually... I've been impressed with Aston Villa this season that they've not just done well to where they are but that they've, they, they've played real I've actually enjoyed watching them They've they, they they're, they've been playing football and I've enjoyed to see, I've, I've enjoyed them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah they have been they've they played exciting football attacking football which yeah I think that's you've got to give them credit for also the signing of Emi Martinez I think that's been a key one in goals um from Arsenal coming in from Arsenal having that he had a good stint at Arsenal and do you think that is a bit regretful for Arsenal to get rid of him. Theo, what do you make of that? Do you think that was a, a poor decision by Arsenal's part and, and a really good decision by Villa? Um, it was
1: a good signing for Villa. I don't think they necessarily regret it. I mean, Emi Martinez said he was making a step up in his, uh, his career, but the fact that they finished two places below Villa, uh, suge- uh, Arsenal suggests otherwise. But good business for Villa. Um, I think what that's done is cemented his place as Argentina's, number one. Mm-hmm. So career-wise for him... It's been a very good move. Um, I I still think Leno's a better goalkeeper, Mm. but um, yeah, he's had a cracking season, probably been goalkeeper of the the season um, Mm. in in, uh, pointless clubs.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll we'll need to do um, a team of the season at some point. (laughs) Um, or go over that. Obviously, we've got the Euros coming up, so we've got a lot of um, content for that coming up. So yeah, keep your eyes open for that, guys. Um, I I'm
1: can't sure wait for the Euros, yeah. boys.
0: I know that, that it's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. But we'll go back to our predictions. I I predicted uh, Fulham uh, to finish uh, bottom of the league, and to be fair, it was a really good, really good call. They did get relegated in the end. They came 18th in the in the league, um, so I think that was a really good call. Theo, where did you place Fulham?
1: It was an even better call than yourself, mate. i put them 19.
0: Oh, it was a good call as well from yourself. So, yeah, we had both. That, that's, that's some good um, calls from ourselves. Um, what we're going to do, guys, we're going to give uh, points for where we place teams. Um, so, because we place Villa um, lower in the league, um, I don't. I think we're, what we're going to say is we're going to do a point system um, and we're going to say if it's five places out, you get minus one. If it's three or four places out, you get zero. If it's three places out you get one point two places two points um or one place two points and then if it's spot on you get three points so um so for F- fulham uh, we both get i think um which i think do here. what do we get so we would get i would get two points for fulham and you'd get no i'd get one point you get two points that's what it is that's what it's so. Um, if you make sure you mark down your own points, uh, Theo, that would be good. Um, so yeah, I think that was that was some good calls from us. Where do you think? Sorry for the complication, guys. There. Um, if if that's a bit complex. Um, obviously trying to just spitball here. Um, but yeah, Roden, do you think that was obviously Fulham got relegated? Um, do you think they, they can bounce back now uh, from the championship?
2: I think it depends who's in charge. I think if Scott Parker's in charge, then yeah, there's a chance. Um. I thought Fulham were going to stay up, personally. Um, I thought maybe a Burnley mm-hmm. would go down. Burnley or a, probably a, between Burnley and um, Palace. <clears throat> but, uh, no, Fulham went down. And it's a shame because I do think they've got a couple of really... Like, I think Inglise is a really tidy player. Mm-hmm. But they're going to lose these players as well. So, yeah, it just depends... Um, Fulham could be a yo-yo club like Norwich, mm-hmm. um, up and down, up and down. But mm. I think there's a chance that they could come come straight back if Scott Parker stays.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think I think Scott Parker is key. I think he's he, he is a decent enough coach. I think he's proved that he's got a bit about him. Um, I think at the start of the season. When I seen him leading the squad, that's why I thought they'd get relegated. I thought his experience wasn't good enough. But I think he's been bringing in this young group of players, players that were hungry, I think, at one point to try and keep themselves up. Um, I think they had that really good spell at one point, I think it must have been about February, March, where they looked like they could get out. I think the result against Arsenal, they were unfortunate not to get three points at at the Emirates. Um, they had that good result against Everton, I believe, um, as well. So they had some good results where they they looked like they could get out. Um, unfortunately, they 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 didn't have the consistency to keep it going. Theo, do you think that they have a a, ch- a chance to get back to the Premier League again?
1: I don't think so. Um... The, the whole if you look at the whole squad um mm. they've got a lot of lone players a lot right. of players that as Ronan said will move on as well mm. um and you know Fulham they don't have a very settled team mm-hmm. I think the real problem with Fulham this season is they couldn't win when they needed to they win the games when the pressure wasn't on but when it was you win you move out the relegation zone mm. that was the problem um Fulham mm. obviously they are a Premier League team they're like one of those yo-yo teams like Norwich. Mm-hmm. Um, but this season it's going to be a mammoth, mammoth task because yeah. they're going down not looking very strong for next season.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they will lose a lot of their players. Um, I've, I've heard uh, Wickham Anderson, uh, the centre-back, he's meant to be linked to Arsenal um, and I think as as Ronan said, Sambo and Guisa, um, I think some some. Premier League clubs will be looking at his services, um, especially mid-table clubs looking for that solid presence in midfield. Um, And they're going to lose Josh Maggia, who has scored a couple of goals for them. He's going to probably go back to Bordeaux. Um, He'll probably leave Bordeaux and he'll head somewhere else. Probably another Premier League club will take a chance on him.
1: I was just going to mention, Jordan, Mm -hmm. just a shout-out to, to, (laughs) I don't know if you guys watched a bit, but he scored his first Premier League goal. Mm. Um, I watched a bit of that Fabio Carvalho, the young 18-year-old lad. (laughs) I think he looks a really, really hot prospect. Mm-hmm. So next season could be a really, really big year for him. Yeah. And he looks a top six player, no question about it.
0: Yeah, so so looks like he could be in the next yeah. champi- championship, yeah, championship star, like, like one of those players that you need to keep an eye on. So yeah, definitely keep a, a, an eye on Carvalho. Um, looks like he could be something big. Anyway, we'll move on to you, your next prediction, Theo. In 18th, you put Crystal Palace. Um, how, how, how do you... F- Feel about this this call because they finished 14th, so it it wasn't too bad. Um, but it is a wee bit out, four places out. Um, so you don't lose a point here, uh, but you don't gain any points. I still stand by it. I think I think they did well
1: to, to stay up. They they stayed up based on performances of individuals, as always. Zaha, uh, Eberichi Easy, and um, obviously Benteke uh, produced this season. I don't think it's been a great season, and that is probably why Roy Hodgson leaving. At mm-hmm. the end, he, he can't do no more. But if if it was in terms of staying up, well, he, he did the job. So they, they did better than I expected. But mm-hmm. you know, Palace can't be happy with the season, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, d- I don't think they can be really chuffed with the season. Obviously, we know Roy Hodgson's going to be retiring um, at the end of the season. So we we hope that he, he goes on uh, to whatever he does in the future and as and is successful. Um, obviously been. A legend in the game of management, um, has really guided clubs. Um, obviously, England coach as well. Even though it didn't go really according to plan, um, I think he'd done the best he could there. Um, with the players at the time, maybe uh, was a bit unfortunate. But yeah, hopefully, Roy Hodgson goes on goes on to have a, a successful post career. Um, uh, Ronan, who who do you think's going to come in to be the next manager of Palace then? And do we see them maybe going past like? Like higher up the table, um, obviously finished 14th. Do you think they could maybe break into the top ten?
2: Um, I think I've got a feeling Frank Lampard might get mm-hmm. the Crystal Palace job. Yeah. Um, I know West Brom are actually trying to get him right now, Frank Lampard, mm. because Sam Allardyce is, is gone. Mm. He said he's going to go, but I mean, I think Lampard would rather have a job in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, would they keep them up? Would they beat them? Progress? I personally think no matter who comes in, unless they're a miracle worker, I think Palace are going down next season. Mm. Um, I think they've got too many old players. Mm. Uh, they've got Zaha and Ezy, who are both good players, and they've got Mateta as well, who's a good player. But their defence is an absolute shambles in terms of the age of mm-hmm. all the defenders. They're yeah. all over thirty. Mm-hmm. Um their midfield is just bang average. Um I can I think that whoever goes in there, mm-hmm. I think Roy Hodgson's made a very wise decision to leave mm-hmm. the, the stage that he's left at. He's probably looked ahead. Personally, I think he's looked ahead and went next season is going to be too much Yeah, too Adjust. much of a mm-hmm. um, I think Palace are in real trouble next season.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I definitely think so. We've obviously done the podcast on them. Uh, them and West Ham, we've done a podcast on them too. And we, we were saying that their defence was really old, their centre-backs. Um, there wasn't many young young players in that defence, a lot of old right-backs. Uh, Van Aanholt's also getting on. a bit. they've got Tariq Mitchell, who we, we said that's quite an interesting prospect. He, he, he scored his first Premier League goal uh, the other day. So um, congratulations to him. It's, it looks like he could be a, a future player. Um, at Palace, um, but yeah, they, they're going to really need to have to invest. I think this summer, uh, a couple of new centre backs, probably a right back. Um, their goalkeeper Guaita, he, he's he's a solid pair of hands, so I think they'll keep him in, in goals. But they, they need to really look to that that defence and, and strengthen big time. Um, the owners. So yeah, I think Palace. It'll be interesting. Theo, do you agree with Ronan, Ronan's comments. You think Frank Lampard's the next uh, boss of, of them?
1: Could be Frank Lampard. I've heard Scott Parker's also high up on that uh, shortlist, which in my opinion would be a mistake. I'd be more mm-hmm. than happy to see Frank in charge there. I personally feel like Sean Dyche deserves a shot.
3: Yeah. At
1: any mid-table Premier League club should have him as number one on the mm-hmm. shortlist. Uh, we'll get on to him in a minute. Phenomenal job, phenomenal mm-hmm. manager. Yeah. But um, Palace need a whole new team, to be brutally honest. Mm-hmm. They need to sell Zahar invest the money. Eze's uh, out till January as well. He's done mm-hmm. his ACL. So yeah. if they don't get goals in, they're they're Ronan is mm-hmm. spot on. They are they are going down.
0: Yeah. Do you think that uh, Steve Cooper, also at Swansea, he, obviously if Swansea don't come up, do you think he deserves a shot maybe? Because I, I think he's quite a good young, young enough manager. Uh, he's, in the game.
1: he's worked very well on the shoestring budget, but I'd like to see what he does after. Mm-hmm. Um, this playoff final, he takes them up. Why would he leave Swansea? Yeah, he doesn't yeah. question mark some weather. So he, he, Steve Cooper can't really win at the moment.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with with um, the playoffs. Obviously, we'll go into that near the end of the episode. Um, talk about our thoughts of of the. Teams coming up and and how we think they're going to do as well. We'll move on to the next team and that's West Brom for myself, um, who I predicted 17th. Uh, so I get a point for this as well. Same, um, same. One, one point is it yourself as well, Theo? Or did you put them yeah. 17th as well? So yeah, it was it, it wasn't too bad of a call I think from here um, from our point of view. Um, it was Billich at the time, obviously was the manager. Um, it wasn't going great, so they, they sacked him. I remember it was didn't they sack them? Was it after Man City? It was a weird one. They only just yeah. got beat by Man City, so or was it a draw or something? was that a draw even was it one each yeah so so it wasn't it wasn't like a bad result so it was interesting why they sacked them they brought in Sam Allardyce the the man known for keeping them for keeping teams up but it, it never uh, materialized really he, he had that January window brought in a few players but it didn't really go successful enough um so yeah that, that was I was odd um and they finished 19th in the end Theo what, what do you make of that do you think that they were quick to sack Billich uh, West Brom and they, they they brought in a man of Sam Allardyce and it, it just hasn't worked this time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Crazy decision. There, there must have been something that gone on in in the, the boardroom. Um, I think we said this at the time when we profiled, we said they keep Billich, he'll keep them up and then he'll leave. And I, I firmly believe with the squad he had, the talented individuals, Pereira, mm-hmm. the ingana, I mm-hmm. believe he would have kept them up. Uh, and a good goalkeeper in Sam Johnson. So, I, I am surprised to see them go down, uh, and I do think a lot of it was um, due to Sam Allardyce. I mean, you look at the amount of goals they shipped when he came in;
0: mm-hmm. it was,
1: uh, it was, it was ridiculous. So they've yeah. shot themselves in the foot.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you th- do you agree with that, Ronan? Do you think they shot themselves in the foot going with <laughs> Allardyce, um, or do you think that his track record meant that they they were confident that he could keep them up? I
2: think if he, if he was in charge of West Brom from the start of the season, day Mm -hmm. one, I think he would have kept them up. Mm I always said, I felt Slavin Bilic was treated very harshly, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, he was struggling to get results. Um, Mm -hmm. So, I'm not sure, but it was, uh, the timing was very weird after a draw with the champions, Mm -hmm. you know, but um, I always thought, like, I I think West Brom have, have got a couple of really good players in there in that squad, but no, I, I just think no, like I, I think no matter who came in, I think their squad was too weak to mm-hmm. to stay up.
0: Yeah, yeah, I th- I think their team was quite weak. Um, I think they lacked a striker as well. Like they brought in that uh, Diagne from uh, Galatasaray. I, I I thought he was a decent enough signing, but to be honest, he, he reminds me of a burly striker. He's not like a a, a really like out-and-out out goal scorer. I think they needed that. Um, they could have done with bringing in someone that's known for getting goals in the Premier League as well. Um, obviously, like going to, like, Jermaine Defoe. I'm not saying exactly Jermaine Defoe. Troy um, uh, But, on, yeah, Troy Deeney would have worked. Yeah, that might have been a good shout. Um, I think we, we suggest we probably suggested him. I think we suggested, suggested him for a number of uh, clubs in the bottom four uh, when we'd done that relegation podcast. So, yeah, he would have been a, a, a decent shout, a, a guy that's pr- proven that he can score goals in this league. So, um, I think they they went for some outside shouts. Yukushlu as well, the the guy from Celta Vigo. I don't know if that's really worked out really at all. Um, and to be honest, they they, they could have. I think what Sam should have done is is gone for proven players. Um, so yeah, I think. Do you think that West Brom are, are likely to come up to you, obviously from the Championship? What's what's your opinion on them? Do you think that if they get the, the right manager, they can they can come back up?
1: I mean, you've got to have them looking at least the playoffs next season, especially yeah. if they keep some of the players they've got. It's mm-hmm. just, again, as a team, you have to be looking for progression. There's no progression if you go up and come straight back down and keep mm-hmm. doing it. Um, so stability, I don't think they're, they're looking that good, but, you know, a new manager... If you've still got players like Grady Diangana in the championship, you know you've <laughs> got every chance.
0: Yeah, D- Diangana, he is a top player. I think Pereira probably will be the one to move on out yeah, of them. Yeah, definitely. Um, he's had the better season. I think a lot of maybe a Wolves might look at him. Obviously, being a Portuguese player as well, uh, they might might look for. for or is he a is he a no, he's, he's not Brazilian. Brazilian, isn't he? He came from Sporting. That's why he came from Sporting. That's why I'm thinking he's Portuguese. He's Brazilian, but yeah, I could see them going for someone like him, maybe a replacement for Adama. Um, that could be the case. Um, so yeah, that's that's a good way to to wrap up West Brom. Um, we'll we'll move on to the next team. Theo, you've got in 16th, and that's Sheffield United. So yeah, you put Sheffield United there. Um, they came bottom of the league. Um. A worse season than we both predicted. I predicted them much higher uh, than you did as well. So um, I I get minus one for that. You get zero uh, points for this. But yeah, it's been a poor season for them.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I knew they'd suffer from second season um, syndrome. It's been shambolic. I'm not going to pull my bunches here. They have been a disgrace to the Premier League, to be brutally honest. Mm -hmm. Um, the, The business they've done in the windows has been diabolical. Signing of Ryan Brewster for the money they shelled out yeah. mm-hmm. was was absolutely ridiculous.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yes, they have not been helped with injuries. That's true, but they still got a decent squad. I mean, you know, John Egan, Sander Berger, and Ramsdale's a decent goalkeeper. And the players have not performed, and really, if you expect Dave McGoldrick to lead the line for two years in a row, mm-hmm. you deserve to be shot. So mm-hmm. they deserve to be. They deserve to be down.
0: Yeah. Well. Well. Chris Wilder wasn't shot, but he was he, he lost his job, um, for for using Dave McGolrick up front. But, um, yeah, I think that Sheffield United—I I predicted them eleventh, and that was way too—I—I I got to admit that was way too high. Um, in the, my estimations, even looking—I shouldn't—I shouldn't have put them there anyway at the start of the season. I—I I think your positioning was probably a fair position in terms of their the, the season they had the year before, though, ninth. You—you you didn't think they could go down, and and I think it's been. It's been one of those where I think even though they've had the injuries, as you said, with Jack O'Connell especially, I think he's been a big miss uh, for them. But I think Ramsdale has just shown he's not ready for this level. He needs a year, I think, at championship level now. He's obviously been in two relegation relegated clubs um, with both Bournemouth and Sheffield United. So um hopefully he can find his feet again and hopefully be find his confidence again because I think he's lacked confidence he's he's one of these he's just quite erratic in my opinion in goals um every goal I can see him can see he's he's flailing on the floor it looks like it doesn't look like he's got any composure about him at all in 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 goals so um and you and and number one for you for a number one you want your keeper to have a bit of composure to him um and it means then your defence have confidence. But yeah, as you said, Brewster for the money they spent, they should have been splitting that money into three players almost they could have got for for Brewster's money. They could have spent about six, seven million on each player. Um, and that probably would have been more beneficial uh, to bring in some first-team First team players because you can definitely bring in better than than Brewster. It was a bit of a a long shot. Ronan, do you, do you think that was a mistake of them bringing in VM Brewster? Obviously from from your your English side, Liverpool. Uh, do you think that was a mistake by by Sheffield United?
2: I can see why they signed him, because he had a good a, a good sort of half a season at Swansea, at Swansea but yeah. he's never proven it in the Premier League, so it was always going to be a risk. Um, but I can see him. Mm -hmm. going down to the championship and having a good season next year so it might be worth it in the long shot Mm -hmm. but for that season for this season that's just finished. No, it was it was obviously a, a poor signing. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to Sander Bears though. What a player. <laughs> and <laughs> he deserves his move to wherever he goes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think Sander Bears will be moving on. Um I'm not sure who could go for him. Maybe a Southampton would be quite interested. Uh Sander Bears for them. They're, they're, had, they're had an interesting season. We'll go into them in a second. But um yeah I think you has been linked with Arsenal. Yeah I've, i yeah. heard it's been linked with Arsenal but yeah, it's like...
1: I think uh, Arsenal will go for Eves um, Bissouma over... Yeah, anyone. I've
0: heard... I've I just heard wanted
1: to, to... I I think Sheffield United will be the, be- are the best equipped for the championship. I yeah. think they'll be really good next season. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just want to give a shout-out to John Egan. Mm-hmm. I think John Egan is a fantastic yeah. centre-half. Um, mm-hmm. And I think he's... Again, I think he's a top six centre-half. I really do. Mm,
0: that's an interesting shout Yeah, I, I said I've liked John Egan for a while. came through the Sunderland Academy as well, so um, you've got like... you you. Your ex-young players um doing quite well. So um, I think John Egan, I think he will probably get a, a move to um, another Premier League side. Maybe maybe a, a, a Palace, where we're saying that they need, need centre-backs. Maybe John Egan would be quite a good cheap option uh, for someone like Crystal Palace. I think that would be quite a good shout. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where he goes in his future. So we'll move on to the next team. And the next team I had in, in 15th position, um, I put Newcastle United. Um, and Newcastle finished 12th so it was a wee bit off I think they've had a much better season um, I think that's mainly down to Joe Willock um, the, the the lone star that came in had seven goals in seven games uh, consecutive games so um, yeah really well done to him he's, he's really proven that he's a good player um, I think we, we've even said that he, he probably is just a squad player at Arsenal but I think he's really banging on the door wouldn't you say Theo? Yeah
1: definitely um, fantastic achievement and He's yeah. If he's not playing at Arsenal, he he should move to Newcastle permanently.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think he he definitely probably should look to to move to Newcastle. Um, I think Alan Saint Maximum was saying that they need to be signing players like Joe Willock. So if they can get players like Saint Maximum Willock, um, and they can look to that those kind of caliber of players, then yeah, they definitely. Definitely could make a moot, like, start to really progress, really, I think, Newcastle. Um, Ronan, would you, would you say that that's the type of player Newcastle should be targeting um in the future?
2: Yeah, they need exciting players. They've got a few. They've got, like, as we said, St. Max, if they keep Joe Willock. Um, I don't think Joe Willock should go back to Arsenal. Mm. Um, I think that's the wrong... I, I don't even think he suits their style of play. Mm-hmm. Um and you can see in the past season or two two seasons now that he's really struggled in that Arsenal team. So mm-hmm. yeah, he needs whether if he doesn't go to Newcastle, certainly move somewhere else in England, another mid-table team. Mm-hmm. But I think he suits Newcastle really well. Um, mm. yeah, the, I mean if they can, I mean I think that their sort of front four is pretty exciting for Newcastle. Mm-hmm. They've got so maximum Willock, Almirón, and. Callum Wilson, that's not bad, by the way. Mm. It's not bad at all. Yeah. So, if they can kind of bring in a, another couple of exciting players, maybe even another defender as well, um, then yeah, like Newcastle, in my opinion, are too big to even be finishing 12th. Mm-hmm. I think they should be a top 10 team, uh, in my yeah. opinion. They're big yeah. enough to do um, it. So, yeah. Like I've got, I've got no
0: problems with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think that Newcastle, if they, they recruit right, which is a it's is a hard task sometimes for Newcastle. You got to admit they've they've recruited wrong in the past. They, uh, I look to like Joel Linton. I think that's a really yeah. It's it, that's backfired massively. Um, but they've got other young players coming back. Freddie Woodman's going to be coming back from Swansea City. That young goalkeeper. Um, I think he definitely deserves a chance uh, to compete with uh, Martin Dubravka and goals and Carl Darlow as well. But I think Carl Darlow. If they, if they were to bring back Woodman, I think they'd move on uh, Darlow. Um, probably from the club. I think they, they, they could look to move him on. Um, and yeah, it'll be interesting to see what, what they can do if they bring in the right players. I think they need someone on that right-hand side of midfield. They've got Ryan Fraser, who can play in the way, on both wings, but they could do with someone uh, on that right-hand side. Um, obviously, just looking to, to players that have been playing well. Um, I think Jamal Lowe from Swansea's had a great year, um, and it'll be interesting to see um, where he goes, if 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 ones don't come up, uh, because I think he's had a fantastic year and, and should be knocking on the door of, of some Premier League teams for definite, so um, I think Newcastle could look at someone like him, quite di- quite diverse as well, can play up front, can play on the wings, um, so I think he's a, a, a definite good shout for someone like Newcastle um, but we'll go into Newcastle more later on, I think we're going to get a guest on for that, I've got a couple of guests that um, or I guess that I know um, would be willing to come on for that episode, so we'll get him on to talk about it a bit later on um, Just before so, you move on yeah
2: Newcastle, I just want to give yeah. Steve Bruce a shout out, people yeah. criticise him People mm-hmm. criticize him all the time. Newcastle fans criticize him, but mm. what a job he's he's done at Newcastle. I mean, yeah. you come in, you come into Newcastle, and you're instantly hated because you're getting compared to Rafa Benitez right away, and it's you're never going to win the fans over. But mm-hmm. honestly, like, if you watch them, if you watch, people think he just sits and defends all the time. But if you mm. watched his, his team play against Man City, he he didn't sit and defend. He he, he played fast attacking flow in football. So. People criticise Steve Bruce. I think he gets a hard time even by his own fans, but I think they're actually taking for granted what they've got with him sometimes.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I think he gets well, He gets criticised. The main reason he gets criticised is because he managed it someone. Um, he was a Geordie. He, he is, he's known for being, obviously, he was boarding um, in the Newcastle area and, and went to manage the their rivals. So um, I think he gets criticised for that. But to be honest, Ronan, I think he's been fortunate to be honest in my opinion for, for where Newcastle have finished with the likes of performances from St Maximum and Willock um, I think has taken them forward Um, when you look at his points per game record it's not been great I think he went on that winless run of 13 as well so he, I think he was fortunate to stay in his job for for, for the length of time to be honest but th- that that's, that's
2: just what, he, he did change it though like you say yeah. by performances with St mm-hmm. Maxim and Willock he signed those boys so like yeah. he, he's got a good eye for a signing yeah. like yeah. I, I, I'm not saying he's a brilliant manager, but I just think he gets too. Like, I think he yeah. gets unharshly criticised. Sometimes mm-hmm.
0: quite harshly criticised. Yeah, Theo, where do you, where do you stand on then? Steve Bruce, what's what's your opinion of him? Do you think that who do you more agree with? Do you think that Ronan's right with that he gets criticised too much, or do you think that the the points per game record it's 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 not great? I think it's one point one nine points per game um, this season, um, and obviously went on that runless uh, that. Winless run. Um, do you think that he got bailed out by some players individually?
1: No, I, I don't. I think, I think, I agree with both of you um, mm. it, on different points. I, I really do. Mm. Um, I love the stadium. I, I, love the city. I think Newcastle fans are the worst set of fans um, in the world. They, they never support anyone. Um, And it's ridiculous the criticism Bruce gets at times. Yes, sometimes the football that's been played this season has been horrendous. But look at what's happened at Sunderland behind the scenes this season. You've had two failed takeover bids. You've had unrest between players because you've got some bad eggs in that dressing Mm -hmm. room.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Bruce has done pretty good to get them 12th. Um, Mm -hmm. But I, I think there's just I think there's just too many players at Newcastle who think they're better than they are. I think that Alan Sam-Maxime is is, is not a very good player. Mm-hmm. So I think what Bruce has done, considering he's got um, a very poor defence, has mm-hmm. been a good job. Is he the man to take Newcastle forward? Absolutely not.
0: Mm. Do you think that a takeover would would spell the end of his, his time at Newcastle then, Theo?
1: It should do because... Again, Steve Bruce is not a man to take you forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was going to finish up by saying. Mm-hmm. Your play if
2: you have him in your if, if he's your if he's Newcastle's manager, you're you're safe with him.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You won't get relegated. Mm-hmm. You're safe with him, but you'll never progress. So if you yeah. want to progress, bring in
1: another manager. Yeah. This Thanks. season with no fans as well has been different. And <coughs> They were never, ever, ever in doubt, in danger of going down. I don't care what anyone says, what the table says. They were never going down. Mm-hmm. And look at some of the performances of players this season. Callum Wilson's been incredible. Wilson's been awesome. Mm-hmm. The goalkeepers are the problem there with Darlow and Dubravka. You need to pick one of them. Just, just mm. do it. You think that you um, think
0: Woodman would. Deserves
1: that number one spot. Yeah, as well. of course, Woodman does. Woodman's a very good goalkeeper. It's just the business is really strange because they gave the Bravka a five year deal last season mm. and they gave Darla a five year deal as well. So, mm. you, know, mm. you know, what's going on there? Yeah. Maybe I know the Bravka was injured for a good
2: part of the season. Yeah. And that's why, but I don't know. If, I've not watched them mm. enough to see what yeah. they were doing.
0: Yeah, they could right. probably they could probably get a good sell on clause though for or a sell on fee for, for, for both of them to be honest. So that's probably why they've done it. Um I think they can definitely get a sell on fee. Definitely a, a good sell on fee for, for Dubravka. Um Darlow you're probably saying probably you might get about four to five million, maybe. Um really- I think
1: Darlow if, if Johnston goes from West Brom, he's probably your new number one yes, at West Brom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely,
0: definitely uh, would be a good option for someone that's got just got relegated. Um, so yeah, we'll, well we'll move on to the next uh, team. Um, I'll go to the the team you had because I I put them lower, uh, Theo, but we didn't cover them then. But we'll cover them now. You put West Ham in fifteenth, um, and they've proven us both completely wrong. Um, it's been one one great season for them, hasn't it, under David Moyes?
1: Yeah, absolutely brilliant. I'm so glad I got this one wrong as well. I don't care about the minus one. Manager of the season, David Moyes. Signing of the season, Thomas Suchek. Um, inspiration of the season, Jesse Lingard. What, what a team, what a, what a performance to a man. They were fantastic. Squad rotation, squad depth. I've not got a bad word to say about West Ham this season. Brilliant season.
0: Yeah, I know, it's been one great season. If they can, hopefully, they can strengthen as well. Um, especially going into European competition, it'll be interesting uh, to see them back in Europa League. It was a shame they just missed out on the, that Champions League spot. Um, but that was pretty obvious that was going to be the case. They were against a lot of high-rated competition. Um, for, for those spaces. Um, so yeah, I think West Ham. Um, yeah, it's it's been one great season. Uh, Ronan, what do you make of their team? Um obviously the their forward line, Mikhail Antonio having a great season, Jared Bowen having another good season, but the signings of Suchek and Sufal, it's been it's been, yeah, just front to back, it's been one really good season, hasn't it?
2: Yeah. Um <clears throat> I I I don't think there's I don't think anything else to add really I, I think everything Theo said is exactly what I would have said. He summed it up perfectly. Um yeah. But enjoy it, enjoy what mm-hmm. they've got because it's not going to be like that every season they're mm-hmm. in Europe, so already next season is going to be a lot harder because they've got more games to play, so they're mm-hmm. not going to finish in Europe next season, in my mm-hmm. opinion but, like, so enjoy it enjoy finishing six enjoy playing in Europa League next season mm-hmm. and then just in like yeah, enjoy your signings that you bring in as well and mm-hmm. just enjoy this time because they, they totally deserve it
0: Yeah, definitely <clears throat> Um we obviously done the podcast on them as well. Um, when we done the West Ham Crystal Palace episode, um we were, we were talking about uh, positions they need to strengthen. Do you think strikers are the main one Theo? Uh, they need to look at and do you think they should go for someone like either an Ivan Tony or maybe an an Adam Armstrong as well. Uh, players from the championship that, that they've had success with.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If it, if it's not broken you, if it's not broken don't fix it, mm-hmm. you know, sort of, sort of thing. So that's a, that's a brilliant idea to, to do that. That is the problem. Obviously, That the whole situation around Jesse Lingard as well. Mm-hmm. Um, will you get him? Will you not? But Moyes, in Moyes, we trust because the signing this season of Craig Dawson as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, I mean, that was inspired. The guy the guy was awesome. Mm-hmm. I think they need to sort their goalkeeper situation out as well. I'd probably yeah. have a look at Sam yeah. Johnson as well mm-hmm. at West Brom. But um, they just need depth. And yeah. I, I was reading today that they're... Uh, they're interested in a few more Czech Republic players, and, and who are we to judge?
0: Yeah, yeah, go. go. Why, why not keep the, the that going? Um, Czech Republic. I'll tell you what. If,
2: if they cash in on Declan Rice and mm-hmm. spend it wisely, they could. I'm not going to say the exact same, but they could almost follow that philosophy that Leicester have had, mm-hmm. and turn themselves into a really solid, solid team. Yeah. If they can, if they cash in and. And they spend wisely, but it all depends if Rice goes. But even if Rice stays, they're still going to they're still going to be there and, and be a, a hard team to beat, a good team, to, a good team to watch as well. But yeah, like I think West Ham are in a really good place now.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing, Leicester. What they've done so well, Leicester, is we'll, we'll obviously go on to cover them. But what they've done so well in the past seasons is go for not the big name they don't go for the big name, they go for those smaller players and build their price tag up. You think of Wilford and Didi came in from the Belgian league. He's now a, touted a sixty to eighty million pound player. So West Ham need to do something similar, look to these leagues, pick out the best talents and, and bring them into to to, to their team. Well, he's already started that
2: tradition, Mister Fallon. So check hasn't. Yeah,
0: he? well, that's the thing. Moyes, Moyes and the board have have started that tradition tradition doing that. Um, so they need to keep on doing that. Um, and keep the momentum going with that because, yeah, that's the thing. If you can you can attract these players as well. You're a London club as well, so it's not going to be hard to attract people to the area as well. So they've got a really good opportunity here, West Ham, to really build on this season. And yeah, I think all credit to them that. Uh, And I've got to say that David Moyes, well done. I'm, 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 I'm happy that you're doing well at another club because yeah, you may have mucked up my club, but I will sincerely say, I hope you do well at West Ham from now.
2: By
0: the way, John, before we move on to West Ham, you want to tell us where you put them? Um, Yeah. So I, I put West Ham to get Um, (laughs) relegated. Better move on now. Um, so yeah, I, I get, we, we both get minus one, Theo, but um, I, I'm more ashamed of you than, than yourself because you put them 15th and I put them 19th. So yeah, let's let's better, let's not say that again um, because yeah, Spike, Spike. Well
1: done Ronan, thank you for
0: bringing that one up <laughs> Spike stabs you in the back Spite stabs <laughs> you in the back, I'll tell you that <laughs> The <laughs> joy of not having my own
2: predictions
0: so I know, start? that's the thing Ronan <laughs> You won't get away with it next year son don't worry, you won't get away with it next year um, So we'll move on to the next club um, and uh, yeah I'll go I'll go into my team that I put in 14th um, and I put Leech United um, who were newcomers to the league um, and I've got to say that yeah, it's been a fantastic year it's done really well Um at this league table, obviously, they finished ninth uh, in the league, which I think's better than both our predictions. Theo, you predicted them tenth as well, so you got them really close uh, to getting their their spot. Obviously, it came down to the last game of the season. Um, to be honest, uh, with, with with Leeds United, so you you could have easily got a three pointer there. Um, but you get two points for this prediction yourself. Um, how do you find Leeds' has gone? And do you think that Bielsa, the Bielsa factor, is the main factor for for their success?
1: Exceptional season, exceptional manager. Um, brilliant. Well done, Leeds. One awesome season, scored lots of goals, had a bit of a problem uh, towards the, the, the kind of the the one-fifth, two-fifths of the season, just before halfway, where they were shipping quite a lot of goals and they, they weren't finding that balance. But um, yeah, they've been brilliant. And this, this the signings, for example, Lorente, Rodrigo Moreno, they took a lot longer, Robin Cott. For example, they took a lot longer to, to really bed in, but also been, uh, well, sorry, Wolves well, have been rubbish. Leeds mm-hmm. have been uh, fantastic this season. Patrick Bamford as well. Mm-hmm. Shout out to, to Patty B. I was his big, biggest critic. I mm-hmm. thought he was useless. And um, the JCB Academy has has absolutely produced and um, privileged. Their uh, grandchild has done really well. So I'm, I'm very proud of him. Really disappointed he's not in the England provisional squad, but you know, his, uh, his, his granddad owns JCB, so he's all right.
0: Yeah, no, he, d- he definitely does. So, yeah, he deserves a lot of credit, Patrick Bamford. I, I, you were a massive critic. I was a bit critical of Patrick Bamford. I think the stints at Middlesbrough and, and other clubs, you never thought he was going to really make it. Um, I think he was gifted with being in the Chelsea Academy uh, for being that next player and always going to be a really good player and, uh, and a Premier League player. And we were just like, mm, I, we don't see it. But, yeah, he's done really well. He's fitted and well at leads a few shout outs to other players players that won't get as much credit obviously Viv- Rafinha will get a lot of credit Bamford will get a lot of credit Calvin Phillips obviously as well but Luke Heling deserves a lot of a, a lot of credit um Stuart Dallas as well has, has had a fantastic season won them a lot of points Stuart Dallas and and, and doesn't get the credit he deserves and, we'll Med- as well. and Mesliar as well and Meslier as well yeah Meslier has been a, a fantastic piece of business a real yeah, Coop of a sign in there. Jack
1: Harrison uh, as well. Jack Harrison. Jack Harrison. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah they've, they've, they've got just a really good squad there, Leeds, um, and I think they can really build on this as well uh, with some smart recruitment. Um, Bielsa, one top manager, I think they've got him another two-year deal, I believe. Um, he signed a two-year Hopefully. contract. Um, so that looks like it could be the case. Um, and I, I think he will sign that probably for another two years, and that'll probably be uh, the end of his career after that For for First time, um, especially at, at Leeds. But I think they've got a lot to look forward to Leeds, a lot of a long years um, in, in the Premier League. And yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they can do. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll move on to the next one. Um, and Theo, we both predicted the same for this team, and it's Burnley. Um, you, you're good old Burnley, so I'll let you, you, you start her off with them.
1: What a fantastic season for Burnley. I know they finished 17th, but uh, a fantastic season for Burnley. The seventeenth is not, in my opinion, where they should have been. I think they say the table never lies. I think it's a little harsh on Burnley, but we have to remember they've spent no money at okay. all. Yeah. They've spent nothing. The only player they signed Dale this Stevens. season was Dale Stevens. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, they've had so many injuries as well. Um, Dwight McNeil has has turned into a one season wonder as well. So, mm. so you know that I wonder who said that. Um, but Chris Wood this season, shout out for Chris Wood. Chris Wood's been absolutely ph- phenomenal. I think he's hit double figures. Um, and yeah, brilliant from, from Burnley. And it's exciting times for the club. Um, they don't have much excitement in Burnley. So with the new takeover,
3: yeah,
1: um, hopefully they'll they'll have some money to spend, but they need it. Um, and they need to get more uh, more attacking options in. Because the problem's been the goals this season. I think they've only scored 33. Which he's not even won a game. So, uh, but but credit to Sean Dyche, what a manager, uh, what a man, beautiful human.
0: Yeah, I think Sean Dyche as, as well said. I th- I've just looked at BBC Sport there because I was I was trying to check. I think uh, Burnley have done a, a partnership with some clubs, uh, some Irish clubs, and and I think it was Air United. I think as well, Ronan uh, in the, in Scotland as well. They've done a bit of a partnership with them. I think um, so. That's quite interesting to see them bringing some maybe young talent from Scotland and and Ireland, but. Dice said that I think I'd like to think we'd spend more than 750,000 this summer. So um, I definitely think that with the new takeover, hopefully we'll see their team rejuvenated. I think they need that now. Um, they've had same players for the last few years. Fair enough, you want loyalty. Um, but I think they could do with a wee, wee bit of a, a shuffle up uh, in their team. They need a wee bit of quality added into their team to really start progressing, really, as a club in the Premier League. Um, they don't want to be that club that finishes 17th. 16th, 17th every season um, because sooner or later you're going to drop out of the league um, at, at some point. So hopefully for Burnley fans, um, we really see um, a, t- a team try to rebuild. Ronan, do you think that they need that? Obviously the new owners coming in, do you think that they're going to spend a lot of money this, this summer?
2: Well, you certainly hope so. If you're you're a Burnley fan, you certainly hope so. And if you're Sean Dyson, you, you certainly hope so. Um, yeah. I think Sean Dyche deserves to go a step up, a step up now. Um, I think he's proven it. Um,
3: mm-hmm.
2: I think I'm a table team. Even someone like a Newcastle, I think he could fit in at Newcastle really well.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, if we get some money to spend, I think he can take Burnley a bit further as well. Um, yeah, um, he's a he's a brilliant manager, um, and if you get the signings in. I don't think that you can you can go wrong, but mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see. I think Sean Dykes is getting quite sick of not being able to spend money as well. So yeah. I don't think if it happen if I think if it, if it doesn't happen this season, he might think about just yeah walking away. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I definitely think that would be the case. I think I think he's probably got promises from the new owners, surely, um, that they're going to be spending a bit of money. Surely that's going to be the case because you can't go and spend less than a million um, on your transfer funds um, two years in a row. So surely they're going to be spending, you, you would hope that we would be spending at least 40 million um, at least um, this the, the, the summer. Um, you think that that he's got the promises and, and the assurances um, off his board. So I definitely think, though, as you said, he could make that step above. Wolves will be looking for a new coach. I don't think they'll go for Dyche. Um, I think they'll go for a more kind of star-studded uh, manager um, to fit their mould, really. Um, that kind of Portuguese mould, I could see them going for another manager. Maybe the guy out at Porto again, uh, that Conchi- Conchiano or whatever. He'll
2: accept he to take
1: an athlete
0: job. Oh, has he? Has he? It's Bruno
2: Not-
1: Laga they're going for. It's
0: Bruno
2: for. They should be going for the... The guy, the guy, it's just uh, left Roma, and that'd be a perfect fit.
0: Oh, Fonseca, yeah, Yeah. Fonseca. Well, we'll we'll go into that in a second. We'll go into Wolves in a second, guys. Um, but yeah, there's some good steps. Hopefully, Sean Dyche uh, can can make that step above. Um, if he's not going to get the funds at Burnley, but I'm sure that he'll get he'll get the backing at Burnley uh, this summer uh, to to see where they can progress to. We'll move on to the next team, Theo, um, because we predicted the same for 12th as well, I believe. Uh, We predicted Brighton. um, And Brighton, it's been an interesting one, hasn't it? Um, They finished 16th this season. um, So we we predicted them a wee bit higher than where they finished. But um, what do you make of their season then?
1: Extremely disappointing for the squad they've got, the individuals they've got. They should be doing a lot better than that. I don't know what Graham Potter's achieving. This is two seasons where they've had the exact same... Finishes. Mm. Uh, The whole point they got rid of Chris Hewton was to progress and they're not progressing. So Potter, you know, he gets a lot of plaudits, but he's not doing anything. So Mm. uh, I'd be really worried as a Brighton fan because I don't see where they're going.
0: Yeah. Do you think that they need that kind of striker? Because I think they la- lack a striker, to be honest. Um, Mopai's just not working out at the moment. Um, Danny Welbeck, obviously, just a sub-player, in my opinion. Um, Connolly's not had a good season. Do you think they need that striker then, Ronan, to really kind of put the goals in for them?
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can see, like, every single... I think pretty much every single game this season, Brighton have had, like, at least 70% possession. But mm. they just can't score, so they're always in control of games, but they never win games. So yeah. they need something needs to change. Um, Like you say, Theo, I completely agree with you. They've got they've got a good team. They don't have a bad team. They've got a good, te- solid team, mm. and they're underachieving. Yeah. They should be. I think they should be hitting that sort of top ten as well. I really do with the with the team they have. Of course,
1: I think of course they, they should. should yeah.
2: I really do, and I I I agree with you. Like everyone praises Graham Potter, but what has he done
3: yeah.
2: uh, that's better than than Chris Hutton.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. They, they've been unfortunate a couple of times this season. I remember VAR's been uh, involved some of their games. I think I think Liverpool game was one of the decisions that I don't know if it went in against the, their favor. Um, Brighton, I'm not sure. Um, Again, I I forgot what it was again. Uh, But they had that disallowed um, free-kick goal against West Brom as well. Obviously, they were were 1-0 down and that would have gone on to get a draw, um, probably. Or or you never know, they could have went and got another. But um, I remember there was a a couple of times Vars really um, let Brighton down this season. So they've been unfortunate at times. But as you said, I, I think that they need... They need goals in their team. They've, they've got the possession there. They've got good players. Um, I think they're going to lose Basuma, uh, which is going to be a shame, but I think they can replace him. Um, I definitely think they can get someone else uh, of decent calibre in, in their team, but they've got a good defence, Luce Dunk, Ben White. Um, their goalkeeper's got called up to the Spanish national team as well, um, which is, is credit to him. He's done uh, quite well since coming in. What's his name again? Do you, do you Sanchez. Know his name? Sanchez. Sanchez. Yeah, Sanchez. So um, I think he's quite an interesting.
1: I like him. I like Leonardo Trossard as well. I think Trossard's a a seriously talented player. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he's had a really good season as well. I just think I just just, again, you just question what's going on because they've got. If you look at the team, they've probably got six or seven players who are mid-table prem players. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, well,
0: that's the thing. You've got Trossard. You've got the likes of um, Gross as well in the midfield. Um, obviously we said Basuma but they've, they've got other players they just need a wee bit of talent up front uh, maybe a right winger as well to replace Yakimbash. I don't think he, he's ever worked out um, so they could do with a right winger maybe maybe a striker I think uh, Brighton but yeah Theo we get uh, zero points for them sadly I think you predicted them 12th as well didn't you um, yeah. But yeah so you predicted them 12th as well um, so we get zero points for them as well um, so we'll move on to your next team Theo you predicted Southampton in 11th
1: yeah, I, I I don't know where to start for Southampton, to be mm-hmm. honest. I mean, it's been a crazy season, to be honest. Um, they've had a lot of injuries, a lot of injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I still think it's been a really poor season for Southampton as well, especially with some of the players they have. I mean, let's not forget they did get dropped 9-0 by Man United. Um, I don't care if 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 they were down to to nine men, they they were they were shambolic. Hassan Houtel, is this a blip or is this sign of uh, the need to move on because mm-hmm. you look at the squad of players they've got, you know, for example, the sign Mohamed Salisu, mm-hmm. who's a decent centre-back from yeah. Lid, took until like February for him to make his first appearance. And he was fully fit as well. Adams and Ings, they'll score goals. Walcott and Redmond uh, kind of coming towards the end of it, really. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's just been a, it's been a miserable season, but I don't know about you guys, do you think it's a blip or, or do you think it's, it's a true reflection of where I, they're at?
0: I think it's a blip personally, they, they they showed at the start of the season that they had the ability to get into the top half, we, we were predicting they could even finish in European spots, a member um, with a manager of Hassan Hütte quality I think he's a quality manager, I think he's I think they need strength and depth in their team, um, especially in central midfield. Um, I think Sander Bear should be an interesting sign if they went for someone like him. I think that would be quite a clever signing in uh, for, for, for them. I think they could do a lot worse than Zambo and Guisa as well, as if they need to move on. They, they could do a lot lot worse than these players. So um, they could look for... They, they've got a good strike partnership with, with Ings and Adams. I'm quite excited about that. Uh, Salisu, I think, will get more game time next season. Um, Alex McCarthy's dropped off a cliff and goals. He's he's really made some clangers the, the last part of the season. I remember we were saying that he could go for England um, as a as a as a choice, but yeah, he's just ruined his chances. I think um, of of it of really making that come back into that the national setup. Um, so yeah, I think they need some signings, especially in central midfield. Um, they could do it with attacking midfield as well, maybe just to really spice up their attack as well. Um, but as you said, they've got players there that can can kick on I think. Um, It'll be interesting to see what happens with Danny Ings though uh, Ronan won't it if he moves on do you think that he's going to move on this summer?
2: I can see him going to Spurs if Kane leaves Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Uh, I think he'd shoot Spurs Uh, I think he's a really good player and I think he's just as unlucky as Patrick Bamford to be missed out in the in the three man squad. Um I think he's had a brilliant season. I think partly like with you have said, I think he's one of the main reasons why Southampton were flying at the start of the season. Uh even throughout the whole season he was still scoring. He's such a consistent goal scorer and mm. I think he's slightly underrated. Um I think I don't think he gets the credit enough credit that he deserves. Um I'm not saying he's a world class player, but I think that he's still underrated.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think he is an underrated player. Obviously, he's 28 now. Is he 28, 29? So he is getting a bit older. Um, I do think he's unfortunate to miss out on the England squad, but I, I definitely think Ollie Watkins deserved um his call call up into the 33 man um preliminary squad. Um, I think he deserved to be in there, um Watkins, because I think he's. Yeah, he's a young player as well, um, so I think England, in my opinion, should be taken as their third option striker a younger, a younger player to really grow into the national setup. Um, and I think definitely Watkins deserved to be there. Um, but yeah, Ings unfortunate to miss out. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. I think Spurs would make sense, especially if Kane is to leave, um, as we we were talking about in the Tottenham podcast, which is about to come out, guys. So you you once you're when you're listening to this, it'll already. Be out, but um, I think Ronan. We were discussing with um, Ethan there uh, when we done that podcast. We were saying that yeah, it'll be Kane. I think as long as he doesn't go to Chelsea, um, I think he'll be allowed to leave. But if they were to bring in Ings, um, I think they'd be it'd be a decent replacement. Theo, do you think that'd be a decent replacement for for someone like Harry Kane, Danny Ings to to Tottenham?
1: Um. The big problem with Danny Ings has never been his goal scoring ability. It's been mm-hmm. his uh, injury yeah. um, ability. So, personally, if you can get him for 10, 15 million, he's probably worth having around. Mm-hmm. But again, it's the injury thing. Yeah. I'd probably shell out on, on Ollie Watkins, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think that's a perfect signing for Spurs.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that would make, make a lot of sense. Ollie Watkins, as we are saying, he's been given that call up into the, the England setup. So, I think, yeah, Spurs, I think he'd be a really. Fine signing uh, Watkins, um, but yeah, I think Southampton. Um, it'll be interesting to see where they go. Um, do you agree? Do you think central midfield, centre attacking midfield, is the, the positions they need to strengthen? And then, guys.
1: Yeah, I, I guess I, I, th- I think so. I think defence. I don't. To be honest, to be honest, man, I, I don't know if this is this is a bit controversial. I don't like the centre backs. I don't think Bednarak's very good. I don't think Vestergaard's great. I I, I think the defence is poor. Um, I think the whole team needs revamping to be brutally honest
0: right mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah. I, I definitely think that could be the case um, do you think Hassan is the man to take them forward then Ronan um,
2: he'll, he's, he's an optimistic manager for mm-hmm. sure um, I don't know I mean yeah possibly yeah mm-hmm. if he like, they've not had he's not really had a lot of money to spend mm-hmm. to be honest has he so maybe if he gets the player's if he brings in players that, that that he wants to spend a bit of money, then yeah, yeah. possibly. <laughs> um, the only thing I'd worry about is two, that's two seasons in a row that his team has conceded nine goals in a game. Um, yeah. That's that's quite that's that's very quite, strange.
0: Yeah, it's quite damning. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So I don't know, but like, yeah, it's like, not. I'm not just judging it on those games. Obviously, he's done well to do what he's done. Mm. yeah they've got potential there as you can see it's just they probably need a bit more depth in their squad uh, to be able to hold the position that they had at the start of the season that's why they dropped off I think because mm-hmm. yes. they just didn't have the depth so yeah, yeah probably like it Hass- Hass- was a good manager he is a good manager I do, I do yeah. believe that
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, Well, we'll move on to the next club then. Um, I think that's a good way to kind of wrap up Southampton. I think Castellews is a good manager, but um, yeah, definitely needs some strengthening and a a revamp in the squad to really progress. We'll move on to the next team though, and that's, um, I got Tottenham Hotspur in ninth. um, And it's been an interesting season for Tottenham. One, to say the least, obviously we've, We've done a podcast on them, uh, so we won't. Or, or recent, a recent podcast won't cover them too heavily here. Um, but they finished seventh. Um, I got them put ninth. Theo, you put them sixth yourself, so you were closer. Um, to be fair, um, but it's been a, it's been a probably a poor season, wouldn't you say, Theo?
1: It's been from where they were. I mean, they were top of the league for for a while. Mm-hmm. It's been, it's been rubbish. Um, it's just been rubbish. They've, they've, and again. This is all because of the fact they've got a good attack, and the rest of the team is shambolic. Yeah. Like I, I spent a lot of time speaking to certain individuals in my household when um, Spurs were top of the league, and I said, "You're never going to win a, a league with Pierre, Heuberg, mm-hmm. um, Serge Aurier, Laris, Ingle, Davinson Sanchez, yeah, Deli, um, not Deli, Eric Dyer. You're never going to do it." Yeah. Uh, I think it's been too many poor decisions. Joe Roden should have started more games. Mm-hmm. Um, Gareth Bale, he, what was he doing for half the season? He should have been playing. Dele Ali, Mourinho throws him out. Just poor management of players, poor yeah. management.
0: Yeah. Who do you think is going to be the next manager then, Ron- then Ronan? Uh, obviously, Jose Mourinho, we said on the podcast, we were saying that, obviously, it was uh, quite weird that he left at the time he did, obviously, just before the cup final. Um, but I think that, Ryan Mason was a poor decision to bring in as, as temporary manager. Um, I think they should have been just looking for... Fair enough. I think we were saying that it was weird to do it at the time they did, but to bring Ryan Mason as, in is just... With no no experience at all. Um, and if you are really comp- want to compete um, for, for Champions League, which they had the, the possibility of doing, uh, when you look at the league table, there were only, like off Chelsea, there were only five points when you consider it. So, they could have easily done it if they brought in a better manager, wouldn't you say?
2: It's so stupid. Um, the timing. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
2: If you're... Like, just keep Mourinho at the end of the season. There's yeah. every chance that he can... Well, one, he can win a cup final. We've spoke about that in the Spurs episode, so mm-hmm. I don't need to cover all that again. Yeah. But just keep him at the end of the season. There's every chance that he can qualify for the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Um, and then part ways after mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Don't don't do it right <laughs> a week before a cup final. Honestly, that baffled me, and it still does to this day. Mm-hmm. Especially Mourinho being, as much as he's lost it a bit, he's still a winner. He knows, mm-hmm. what, he knows what it takes to win. Um, But yeah, so I think, I mean, there's been strong rumours. I've always said myself, Rafa Benitez, I think, would be the perfect fit for Spurs. Mm-hmm. But another one who... Is, I think would be a perfect fit is the one that they're in talks with right now is Roberto Martinez and I think he would be a perfect fit for Spurs I think that's the perfect club for him um, progress them take them to where they need to go uh, I, think he's a, I think he's a very good manager um, so either of them I think would be really good appointments mm.
0: I think Benitez, yeah, as you said, it'll be interesting. I think that could be quite an interesting one. I don't think Martinez is, is is a good shout. I think he got found out at Everton um, when he took them, was manager of them. I think he he, he wasn't very uh, a good fit. Defi- he was a good attacking coach. I think he obviously had Romelu Lukaku um, in that Everton side. Um, but when you think about it, fair enough, they might might have Kane. You never know what we don't know the situation of Harry Kane exactly. Um, they, they might have that striker, so you might get the the obviously the the product there of, of goals. Um, but I think defensively they need a better defensive coach. Um, Benitez is a better defensive coach, so I I kind of agree. I think I remember I was I was saying on the group chat uh, that I didn't think he was the the right fit, but I think. It'll be interesting to see you to go for. I don't think Martinez is the best best choice. Theo, what's your opinion if they went for someone like Bobby Martinez?
1: I can't stand uh, Roberto Martinez. I think he's a useless manager. He just got lucky uh, in in the Belgian oh. job, to be honest. Mm. Um, I don't know how that's possible. That that gives me hope to get the job at um, Adidas CEO. Um, <laughs> the thing for me that the person I think um, should be manager of um, them is is Allegri. Mm. I, I just, for the life of me, can't understand why no club has gone for Allegri since Allegri left Juventus, look what's happened. Uh, Allegri has built, Allegri's a winner. Allegri's a fantastic manager. Allegri is defensive stability. Mm -hmm. Uh, Allegri is is a perfect choice. I mean, you could also probably throw Zinedine Zidane into the hat as well. I mean, I know it's a bit of an outrageous one, but, He Mm -hmm. will be leaving Real Madrid, it looks like. Defensively, he's really improved them. Mm -hmm. Worth
0: a shot. Yeah. They've also, obviously, Nuno's left his job at at Wolves as well. He's been linked uh, heavily with them. Um, Do you think that would be the wrong decision then, Ronan? Someone like Nuno, Espirito Santo? I don't
2: think it would be the wrong... I don't think it would be a bad decision. Mm -hmm. I think he's a good manager, but I think there's better Mm -hmm. options out there.
0: Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. I think there's better options out there. Allegri, I think we're saying that he did make a... Obviously, UV Look what's happened to U V Theo, but he's been out the game for a while, so be and to go to a new league is a big risk. But maybe Tottenham need to go for a big risk, and um, they've gone for obviously Pochettino in the past. Maybe a younger manager. Um, I think a younger manager would suit would suit Tottenham better. Um, but that—that's that, just my opinion. I, I think in older heads, they've—they've they've tried it with Josie, a proven winner, and it's not worked out. Um, and maybe that is for different reasons. Obviously, Josie does throw players under the bus, etc. But i, you I could, definitely think.
1: You—you you could. Sorry, you could even even put yeah, Julian uh, Lopetegui or, yeah. or Fonseca in there I think Lopetegui yeah. at Sevilla's done a fantastic job
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I, I, they need something different I yeah. think they need to go it's, for something different
0: it's a shame because the, the the Lille boss you said has, has gone to um, Nice and nice. that that's a weird one um, Galtier I think Galtier we were saying on the the, the last podcast we done that he should be looking either to stay at Lille or go to another league and I think Tottenham would have been a great choice for someone like Galtier I think we didn't actually say in the podcast that the Lille one that Luis Campos is. Uh, I think he's leaving Leal as well. The 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 sporting director there, and he's a really good sporting director. And I think if Tottenham were smart enough, they'd go and pick him up, and um, because he's he's a really good, or any club would be st- stupid not to look at him because he's. He's done a fine job um, uh, with with them and Monaco in the past, so um, definitely should be looking for both a sporting director and a manager, uh, Tottenham Hotspur. Um, so yeah, that's a good way to to cover Spurs. So we'll we'll move on to the next team, um, and we'll go with the team that you had Theo in ninth, and that was Leicester. You put. Um, do you think that was a wrong decision? Obviously, they finished uh, fifth in the end. Uh, do you think that was a, a wrong decision to put them there?
1: Yeah, it was. A, it was a wrong decision uh, to put them there. Um, they've obviously finished fifth. Um, I wouldn't get too carried away, though. I, I don't have. I've been disappointed with Leicester. I really have. This is two seasons in a row. They were uh, in the top three for a long period of a time, and uh, they, they've they've missed out again. Um, and they've got a the, the, the team talented enough to to have stayed there. So don't get me wrong. The cup final win was nice for Leicester, yeah. um, and they've got some really good players. But they've got a few areas in that team and certain players who they need to get rid of.
0: Mm-hmm. They need to they need to strengthen that team. A lot of older heads now come to the end of their careers. Um, I think we were saying that he's been a he's had a great career, for Schmeichel. But that mistake he made against Tottenham, um, I think he made that that second goal. I think he was a, a big part of that fault, and he really shouldn't have been um, coming for that ball um, at all. I think I think Schmeichel. Um, he could do I think they could do a new number one personally I think that I've said it on, on Leicester I think we've, we've done the podcast on Leicester I think they could look for a better a, a, not a better player but a younger goalkeeper is just as good um, I think there's a lot of goalkeepers out there that, that are talented players so you are all shaking my head uh, do you, why do you disagree with that do you think that's that's a hot take Casper
2: Schmeichel is probably in the top five best goalkeepers in the Premier League Possibly. You're out top, there,
1: man, you should have said number probably one He's
2: number three, one. Top number three, one. even honestly, top three. I'd probably say Allison, Ederson, and Schmeichel are the three best goalkeepers in the Premier League. Mm. Like and I, I just think he, age for a goalkeeper doesn't matter. So I still yeah. think he's got plenty. Yeah,
1: I, I completely agree. I, I, I mean that performance in the cup final was was spectacular. Yeah. Schmeichels yeah. won the Premier League. I think Schmeichel's a very good goalkeeper. What I was alluding to, I see what you're saying, yeah. maybe in a couple of years. What I was alluding to is that I think they need to get rid of um, of James Madison. Um, right. Madison's yeah. Madison's not uh, consistent what? enough. He's yeah. injury prone. He's not good for the squad, to be honest. Um, he's had a few disciplinary problems this season. You need to get rid of uh, Madison. You need to clear out players like uh, Chaudhry, um, Nepalis Mendy, but uh, but shout out to Fafana. I mean, Fafana is—he's
0: yeah, a, a perfect,
1: perfect target for any top club.
0: Yeah, well, I think Leicester need to be looking to keep a hold of someone like Wesley Fafana. Um, I don't think they can be losing him at all. But um, yeah, I, I understand. I, James Madison is a, is another hot take from yourself. You there yeah. uh, personally. I think yes, his injuries are are um some it's something that's happened in the last couple of the years that that really need to be looked at. But. I think that if they can get a fully fully fit Madison, I think he's a good good player for any uh, top top six club. Um, I really do. I think he is a good player. So um, I definitely think if you can get back, him back to full fitness, I think he can be a real asset for Leicester. Um, we'll move on to the next club, Theo. Just before um, you move
2: on, sorry, Jordan. Yeah, I just yeah, no want to put one stat out there about Leicester. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the last two seasons, they've been. In the top four over the la- the whole duration of the last two seasons, they've been yeah. in the top four, 93%. Mm-hmm. And they've finished fifth mm-hmm. on the last yeah. day of both seasons. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel I feel for Leicester. I feel mm-hmm. like so for Leicester. And we'll get on to Chelsea, but Chelsea did not deserve to finish fourth.
3: No,
0: no, no they didn't.
2: Finish fourth. Yeah. It's a disgrace that Chelsea finished fourth. It, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a disgrace that they're in the Champions League final. Yeah. After losing the FA Cup final and the
0: last game against Villa. yeah.
2: last game of the season, it's just it's an absolute joke. Yeah. So Leicester. They're on the up, and I think they okay. they could get top. I think if they keep pushing, get more signs, in they could easily get a top yeah. four position next
0: season. I think we'll see a hide in the Champions League final. I Can tell you that now. I think we'll we'll really see Man City tear into Chelsea. Uh, the way that the form they're producing at the moment, Chelsea, um, it's been really poor, and we've seen with City there. They're not lying down with that five 0 win uh, the last game of the season. Uh, we'll move on to the, the next team. That's Wolves. Um, had a poor season. They have. They finished thirteenth uh, this season. Um, I put I put them seventh. Um, I think that was a really bad call. Uh, Theo, you put them eighth. Um, but yeah, it's just not been a good season at all, has it? I think the injuries to Raul Jimenez um, has been a big loss. Their uh, their target man up front, but the loss of Diego Jota to to Liverpool as well, selling him. Um, and I just think they've they've not and Nadama again one season wonder it looks like at the moment, um, doesn't it? So what's your opinions on Wolves?
1: Not much to say, to be honest, mate. You, you, you spot on. They just didn't strengthen enough. They didn't buy enough quality. It's been a p- pretty boring season, to be honest. And, um, you know, I suppose it's acceptable because I've had two fantastic seasons, but they, they've, they've been very they're very average average yeah. season.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely, indeed. And Bruno Lasha looks like he's going to be coming in. Do you think that's a good option for their team, Ronan? Do you think that's a good option for Wolves to go for?
2: Yeah, I mean they're going down that same route, aren't they? So um, we just need to wait and see. Um, Nuno's been phenomenal for Wills. Yeah. brought them through the leagues. Um, got them to the to the the What's well, uh, the word I'm looking for? They're an established team, an yeah, established I mean, team in the Premier League. Yeah. They're not going to ever get relegated mm-hmm. um, anytime soon. Um, yeah. Everything you said spot on, mate. Um, the loss of Jimenez and Jota this season, Jimenez injury, Jota leaving, um, that's massive for Wolves, mm-hmm. uh, And I think that's a big part of the reason why they've not simply done as well this season. Yeah.
0: yeah, and they couldn't really replace him with the Fabio Silva. It's, at the moment, he is a young kid, so we'll see how he does in the next couple of seasons. Um, but I definitely think they need to be looking for um, another target man to come in. Um, I don't think William. Jose's worked out at all uh, since January I do think he was a good player at at a team like Sauciedad, but I definitely don't think he's worked out maybe an Alexander Isaac actually from Sauciedad would be a better shout um for someone like Wolves I think he's had a really good season in La Liga it'd be quite interesting to see if they could go for someone like him um but there's there's a lot of good options for strikers out there that I definitely think that Wolves can pick up some some good talent um whether that be a Portuguese player or not um so yeah I think yeah it was a poor call for Mustio, um but I don't think it was a a bad decision in hindsight um, because they they could have easily finished um, higher up if Jimenez was was fully fit for this season. Um, so hopefully he'll recover from his obviously skull injury, which um, you you don't want to see any player go through. Um, because, yeah, it's it's a sad occasion when that happens. Um, and hopefully he'll be fully fit for next season. So we'll move on to the next club. Um, Theo, you put Everton in seventh and I put them in sixth. Um, so, yeah, what's our opinions of Everton? Do you think it's been a, a poor season considering the start they had?
1: Um, yeah, I've got I've got a couple of things I'd like to say in Everton. Um, number one, James Rodriguez is awful. Number two, Angelotti should be sacked. Uh, what a pathetic season to finish 10th. I think they're a shambolic team. Um, I, I, I'd be so disappointed as an Everton fan. That is that is appalling to finish tenth. That is appalling to finish 10th. That's appalling to finish 10th. Um, I remember seeing a tweet as well by, by one of uh, one of my friends. Well, he's not really a friend because he, he's got a stupid opinion. Um, he said, is it, it was <laughs> like, Everton, no, it wasn't you. <laughs> Everton were like, Everton were, fifth, were first in the first game, yeah. the fifth game week. And someone put, is there any stop in Everton? And he put, no, they're going to win it. And I thought, you must be delusional. Why you? They're useless. Yeah. I, I hate Everton so much.
0: Yeah, they're, they're, they've they not been good at all, I think. I like the fans, though. The thing is, Calvert-Lewin had a really good start to the season, um, and he's been called up on by the England squad in the preliminary squad. But he's very fortunate to be there because, to be honest, when you look at his goal record in the second part of the season, it's not that great. Um, when you look at it, I'm surprised he's actually been really consider. I know why he's considered like being put in that preliminary squad, but I think he's very fortunate over likes of Bamford, Ings, as we mentioned, have missed out. Um, I think he's very fortunate to be there. So yeah, it's been a poor season for Everton. Angelotti, I think they're going to stick with him. I don't think they, they're they going to get rid of him. Um, I think they'll give him another season um, before they go into it. Because are they going into the new stadium next year? Ne- not in this season, but the, the season after meant to be, I think. Um, so I think they'll be looking to to maybe really bring in someone after that um, if Angelotti doesn't work out next season. Ronan, what's your opinions on Everton?
2: This is my thing with Everton, and I promise you this has got nothing to do with being a Liverpool fan. hmm Every, every season, Everton fans go, this is our year, we're going to hit the top four. This is our year, we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. They, they've never done it. They, yeah. They're just uh, an, a by-average club.
3: Mm.
2: They've got the potential to be a top four club, mm-hmm. but for some, their biggest problem is inconsistency. Mm-hmm. They, they're just so inconsistent. One week they can go and win 5 nil and then the next week they can get beat 3-0. So they can go and beat the likes of a Man United 3-0, and then a week later they're playing Burnley and they're getting beat 2-0. So they're just... They they need to find consistency. I think Ancelotti is the the manager that that can help them progress. He's a big name. He can bring in big players. both proven with the likes of James, Allen, things like that. Um. They just need to seriously get a move on because I'm sick of hearing them every season going, this is our year to hit the top four. We're going to do it. And it just it never happens. So,
0: Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. And, and Theo, we mentioned obviously players they should target with Jaden. We talked, we've done the podcast on Everton. Um, but this season, when you look at Alex Iwobi, you were saying that he's a tree. <laughs> um, and to be honest, the stats... Kind of agree with you there, one goal, two assists from left wing from a, being a winger. That's not good enough at all, is it? They need to be looking for wingers to support we, Calvert-Lewin, don't they? I remember we mentioned Berardi uh, from Sassuolo would be a good shout, or Yazabal uh, from Sociedad would be also a good shout. Um, do you think they need to be looking for players to support Calvert-Lewin? I
1: don't know, mate, but uh, they're just... <laughs> I've just had to stop myself there. They, they frustrate me so much. The the, the players that are, how I best describe it is, it's like it's. Yeah. It's like going for a takeaway and you see all this. Like, <laughs> not the takeaway again. do like, not don't the takeaway st- again. It's no. there's like, there's like a banquet of food. Or you say you go, you go out for a meal, there's a spread yeah. of food. There's yeah. all this v- variety, loads of it. And you go and have a sausage roll and a pork pie. It's stodgy. It's rubbish. It's backwards. It's not forwards. And that's what their players, the kure looks like he's running in mud half the time. <laughs> you know, Andre Gomez is useless. I will be he's never a footballer. How did they spend forty million for him? Yeah. You know, the, the problem is and Mason Holgate, Mason Holgate's a league two player. <laughs> yeah, true. The, well, the only good thing
2: the only good thing that I can say about Everton this season that Everton can be happy with is Ben Godfrey. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he's, been, he's been really good. Uh, I think that's the only the only good part of Mm-hmm. every yeah. season and i think that out uh, you might you may agree with me you might disagree with me but i think you should get rid of pickford and bring in another goalkeeper
0: yeah yeah the, the, the thing is i remember watching that video calvert Loon <laughs> watching like it was the camera's on calvert Loon and he was like well he was saying why was pickford diving and then, um, i think I, mean, I don't know what game it was um but i remember watching that video and you're thinking if calvert Loon's frustrated you you you've got You've got to say that Pickford's really he's, hes not good enough now. Um, I think Pickford, yeah, it's—it's it's just not worked out. He needs to move somewhere else, um, really to refine his re-find his form again because it's not working out at Everton. Um, but we'll better move on, guys. I don't want to keep you too long tonight. Um, we'll move on to to the next club, um, and that club is is Arsenal, uh, Theo. Um, we both predicted Arsenal to finish fifth. Um. Yeah, I don't know why we predicted that. Um, can you ask me why? Did, why did we predict? Why are we predicting Arsenal so high now? Because to be honest, they're, they're really proven that they're not anywhere. Arsenal near. Arsenal are a mid-table team. Yeah, they're, they're a mid-table team now. They really are. They're getting to that stage. Yeah,
1: it's an interesting one. I mean, they finished eighth, and the, the funny thing about it is it could have been worse. It could have been a lot, lot worse,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, and that's been the problem for Arsenal. It's, it's been a shambolic season, mm-hmm. but it's they've probably done better than they probably should have, if that if that makes sense. Yeah. Um. I, I, I'm. I think Arteta's on borrowed time. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's his fault. I just think he's naturally on borrowed time. Um. Um. And yeah. I mean, Obamiang paying three hundred k a week. How many goals he scored this season? That's seven.
0: Yeah, I told you. I told you and yeah. Philippe. I remember you and Philippe were like, oh, you've got to keep Aubameyang. You've got to keep Aubameyang. Proven that you didn't need to. You could have easily brought someone else in um, that would have done so much better because, yeah, it's, it's really proven that Aubameyang, he's just not at it now. He's more caring about his hairstyles. Remember that dreads that he went for? It was just embarrassing um, considering how poor a season it is, like you're, you're spending more time on your hairstyles than you are on the training. Uh,
1: bloke thought he was Tarzan, mate.
0: <laughs> Darzan yeah true true mate definitely definitely but I, I've got to say Arsenal it's the, it's the first time they've missed out on Europe isn't it Ronan now um, they've missed out on European spots for the first time in who knows how long now it's about 20 years or something I'm not sure but it's been it's, it's, it's crazy isn't it that Arsenal's mm-hmm. not going to be in European competition
2: no it's not crazy they deserve it mm-hmm. they've been yeah. they've been shocking um, they've been shambolic William coming in That's, one goal yeah. the whole season 37 appearances, one goal. Aubameyang, uh, re-signing him, seven goals. Um, Lacazette, even, I mean, he's been a, he's done a bit better than Aubameyang, but he's still been absolutely useless. The only good things that Arsenal can take away from their season is Saka and Tierney. That's it. That's the only thing.
0: Well, they've got they've got Wallet coming back now, which is going to be Smith interesting. Rowe as well. They've got Smithrow. Smithrow is yeah, Smithrow. Yeah. Yeah. Smith Rowe. But
2: and if they sign Martin Odegaard, that's a good signing as well. But and, Ma- and Martinelli's coming
0: through as well. So they
2: they've got that they, they've got so so much work to do, yeah. and mm-hmm. I just don't see how Arsenal are any better off than they were. Like they were actually better off with an Emery. and like I, I, I always I always felt when I Emery was treated unfairly, but I also mm-hmm. understood why they let him go. But I feel if they kept him and I'm not saying it, because I, I rate Arteta, I think he's a good manager and I agree with you. it's not his fault, but what was Unai Emery doing wrong? Because Arteta is just doing exactly what Unai Emery did. So if not, Arteta's is actually doing worse than Unai Emery. Yeah. So um, I, I just think that, I, I don't know what's going on there whatsoever, but they deserve to be where they are. They don't deserve European football mm-hmm. uh, after the way they played Um they should be beaten. They should
1: be beaten. Villarreal as well, in, in my opinion. You look at that. You look at, the, you look at the, the the team, though. I mean, a question for you guys. Uh, there's only one answer. How on earth does Mohamed El go from not getting a game at Bajiktas straight into the Arsenal team and play as many mm-hmm. games as he did? It's crazy. But it how, how how is that possible? He's, he's
0: rubbish. The, the one the one thing as well when you consider it as well. How's Granit Xhaka playing left back?
1: Yeah, how's like he that, no, It makes no granite? sense. You're right, you're how? right.
2: How's he playing left back? No, how's he playing left back? How is Granite Xhaka playing? Yeah, yeah.
0: No. yeah
1: playing. No. I mean Nikolai Pepe as well. Pepe, I mean, i he's, I he's, the, only redeeming, he's the only
0: redeeming factor this slowly, season,
1: slowly a goal well. return, but but the problem is it it's too little too late. It's not when it's needed, yeah. you know? But
0: I think I think if he has I think he have, if he, if Pepe has the support on that side, you've got Saka on the left with Tierney. I think Tierney's injuries, um, I think, Ronan, you know this of, of most of being a Celtic fan, that's the problem with Tierney, is his injuries. Injury,
2: his injury, He's injury, Ronan,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, so it'll be... It, it, it's... Fair enough, he is a fantastic player, Kieran Tierney. But if he's injured all the time, what's the point in having him sometimes? Like, you need someone in there full stop. So they're going to have to do a lot of transfer business. And I just don't see it happening under the Cronkies. No, I really no. don't see it under the Cronkies. Them ever spending it, I don't see Stan Cronkie ever whipping out that checkbook. Supposedly, he done it for Thomas Party, um, the Thomas Party transfer. but... To be honest, it's as you said, Theo. It's a little too late, um, for for the crown case. and but, but to, I
2: never understand that one as well. Right? Late, like,
0: yeah.
2: Good signing for Arsenal, but why did Thomas Party leave Atletico Madrid? Yeah, he just know. won the league. Yeah. like why did he leave? Yeah. He was a he was a established player. He was playing every week at Atletico mm-hmm. Madrid. Yeah, I just don't understand it. And if if he there's other teams there that he that easily would have taken them other than
0: Arsenal. Yeah, so no. it was a strange one. It was a strange one. Um I think the thing as well, obviously that Daniel Eck bid um came in and the Cronkys rejected it. Do you think that's the only way you see them ever Arsenal really ever coming a big side again? Because yeah. only if they ever yeah. sell the Cronkies sell. I don't see them ever returning to, to their former heights deal
1: very like very likely jordan i do think they need to sell just the thing is it it just because they they if just in case they were to sell to this this guy who's an arsenal fan it doesn't mean they get back to the top because saying one thing getting in charge of a club is different to being in charge of a club and spending your own cash Yeah. so the, the thing is that the the crunkies, yes he doesn't sound like they're the best owners i i don't know the ins and the outs but Again, I won't touch on this too much, but Arsenal's problems are not just the boardroom. Arsenal's problems is that Robbie bloke who picks up a microphone every weekend and slates his team for views and ruins the club. And that is the negativity that is contributing a lot to the chain of reactions that are the problem at Arsenal. Arsenal have got a a team full
2: of players that are the problem. They've got a team full of players that don't give a damn. Mm -hmm. They don't care. They simply don't care. So Mm -hmm. the the whole squad needs a complete wipeout. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about near enough
1: the entire Mm -hmm. squad. You know, you're so right there. And and that was highlighted by... Today I was reading comments that Willian, he wants to leave Arsenal, and his preferred destination is Chelsea. Now, the audacity of him, doesn't that show you where his mindset's been all season? He thinks because he scored one goal in 37 games he can go back and join chelsea no nah,
0: thomas toushalls never going to have them. serious have
1: him. That, that, and that's the thing these players like like him like even class in when, when they were there. Uh, Cedric as well. But they're not they're not good enough for Arsenal. They're not good enough no, for not. Premier League. They're so not. they shouldn't be there.
0: And Hector Bellerin as well. I have got to say to you you've been a massive advocate for him and, yeah. and saying that he's good wow. enough. I, I don't think he's good enough at all, Hector Bellerin. Um, I'm slowly I'm so The, the, moving the, on the guy the stuff. guy can't take a throw-in. The guy can't yeah. even throw the ball into the pitch. Not not long. Not don't you
1: think the, it's, it's just been poor signing after poor signing for Arsenal? You know, look at the yeah. players they've signed like Rob Holding. Mavropanos, you know, just these small-time
0: Mavropanos has had a really good season, yeah. though, to be fair.
1: But, but, but that's the thing, that's the thing is, are they Premier League, like Rob Holding and Callum Chambers, they're decent centre-halves. Yeah. Are
0: they top four Premier League centre-backs? Will they ever yeah. be? Oh. Um, that's the thing. Rob Holding, I don't think he's ever going to be it. But Mavropanos is still a young player and has had a good season. At sh- it was at Stuttgart, or I believe was it, or he was somewhere. I don't know where he was again, but uh, he's had a good season. Um, I've heard, and I think he definitely deserves to come into the side. Um, over some of the other players, Callum Chambers shouldn't be there. Simply enough, you just holding, know, you Arsenal, Arsenal fans are just yeah. they they will
2: look back now and they will regret. They will regret so much all those times that they were turning up to every game we signed saying Wenger out, they mm-hmm. will regret that so much yeah. because they took it completely for granted because yeah. look at the state of Arsenal now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying conce- them because I don't like them. They're an absolute state of a club.
0: A yeah. state. Well, Finger, v- Veng- Veng- to be honest, Wenger's time was coming to an end, but he wasn't the problem. The problem no. was deeper. The problem was deeper. If if you, you never pitch could get out them, a
1: manager. Like the, you, sorry, go gone Ron. Sorry, I was just going to say
2: the fact that Wenger managed to get them to European football every season with the state of the club is hands off to him because yeah. I think if Wenger wasn't there, they'd have been down down where they are now a lot sooner.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'd I'd argue this is I'd argue that Arteta. Has got more talented players mm-hmm. than the later Wenger era. Yeah, a hundred percent.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I think well, we'll we're we we gonna have to do a podcast on Arsenal um next season, guys. We we definitely have to cover them, uh, because. Yeah, they're a state of a club, they really are. Um, but yeah, and there's too much to talk about in this episode. But we better continue uh, and talk about our top four, um Theo. Um so yeah, you, you got it better than I did. I'll tell you that you did get better than I did. Um so I'll go to my club that I put in fourth. <laughs> I put Man City <laughs> Yeah, Manchester City. What were you thinking um, at that time? Okay, so 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 at the time when Manchester City had it was the it was just after the first game of the season for some clubs. I think Arsenal had played, and um, I don't think City had played yet. They 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 had played in. They had, their two, week break
2: they had their because, two week break because yep. they played the Champions League. that right.
0: Yeah. So they had their break. Um. So at the time they had brought in the likes of Ferran Torres, Nathan Aki. I think that was the main two they had brought in. I don't I don't know who else they had brought in at that point, but they were the two that they, they had brought in. So I was like looking at it and going. That transfer business isn't good enough. I should have looked in hindsight that they would bring in another centre-back. But at the time, I I didn't hear um, many people saying that they were going to bring in another centre-back. And obviously, they brought in Ruben Diaz, who's become the player of the season which I think a lot of people are saying the PFA Player of the Year um, award should go to him. Um, he's been fantastic. And the, the re- renaissance of, of John Stones, uh, their partnership has been solid at the back. Edison's had another great year. Um, I think at the time I was thinking that Torres, I thought he was a decent enough player, but I didn't think he was going to be anything special. He's proven to be quite quite decent. Um, I think they lacked a striker, and they still do lack a striker. So that'll be interesting to see what they do. Whether they don't out. need a striker. <laughs> no, but I think they well, I think. They oh, do no, I well, I'm,
2: I'm saying but, that of course they do, but I just yeah. they, they they don't. They they played the whole season. They're they, near enough they, without.
0: Yeah, they striker. could put. They could, yeah, they could put De Bruyne forward and Bernardo Silva in that centre forward position. and They'd be fine, um, or Gab Jesus as well. Um, obviously Aguero's leaving, as we said, he's going to Barcelona, which is quite an interesting thing. Um. that'll be a really interesting move for him Uh, back to La Liga I remember saying that he should go to Athletico but um, Barcelona can be quite interesting there Um, but I was saying with City I just thought their business wasn't good enough at the time Um, and yeah I was wrong I'll admit I was wrong Um, they've they've done they they were fortunate I think to win the league because everyone's been so bad though Um, I I think it's not down to them being amazing um, it's down to other teams being quite poor um, I think United could have easily, easily have won it if they hadn't given up. I think um, we'll go onto Solskjaer in a minute uh, later in a in a minute to be honest. But Man United could have easily made a real push for it um, if they wanted to. Um, I think Solskjaer just knew that. I think it, Man City would have won it, but I think that they could have easily put up a up more of a fight for for the title, in my opinion. But that's that's my opinion. I'll I'll let your you boys. Um, argue over that because I see Theo facepalming in the top corner of my screen there. Um, but yeah, I think Man City, I got that completely wrong, hold my hands up, like West Ham um, all credit to them, them they won the league um, and I think we're going to see them dominate again um, but I think they're they're, they're going to win the league probably the next few seasons to be honest. Um, Theo you put them top of the league <laughs> um, it was an obvious decision in your eyes but yeah obviously what do you make of 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 their season.
1: Yeah, it was it was, it was in a, inevitable, it's probably the easiest prediction I've made in, in this to be honest. Guardiola always wins when he's lost the season before. Um mm. and he won this season based on him using his brain. He decided to play Phil Foden more. He decided not to overcomplicate things. Um and they've done well. I I disagree with a lot of what you've said. However, at one point you've said actually I do agree with and I don't think Man City have been amazing this year I think they've been great I don't think they've been as good as previous years and I don't think that's down to the competition I just don't think they've got that good a squad compared to you know previous title winning teams but I think yeah. what's happened this season is Guardiola hasn't rotated as much um, which was the problem when you've got players like Kevin De Bruyne um, when you've got 400 billion in fullbacks uh, that you can rotate as well Mm-hmm. It, you know, you're always going to win. But I think that Man City, I don't think they'll win next season. Um, but yeah, a great season for Man City. Uh, can they win the treble? If they win the treble, it'll be the worst team ever to win the treble, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, that Gabriel Jesus is awful. Yeah, mm-hmm. so there you yeah. go.
0: Joe Cancelo as well, I forgot, he's had a great year as well. He's had a really good comeback as well since the, se- the first season he had wasn't great. Um, he's had a really co- good comeback. Areas they need to strengthen and i think left back Ronan, that's i think left back is a position they could do strengthening in, as well as strikers we mentioned but in midfield they're really set in midfield aren't they they've got de bruyne rodri um bernardo as we mentioned gundogan gundogan has had a fantastic year as well what a season he's had really drove drove them on really hasn't he so yeah do you think that they're going to be winning the league for the next couple of seasons it's so hard to, to tell
2: with the the premier league Mm-hmm. Um, but they're definitely there's definitely a good chance, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if they bring in a good enough striker, like I, th- I personally, I think City will get Harry Kane. But um, yeah, they need a left back. Even Ben, like Benjamin Mendy, mm-hmm. I think he's a good player. I just think that he's just been so injury prone, yeah. and I just think that like the fact that he slagged himself about it as well. Mm-hmm. Saying that I've I've got all these trophies and barely played any minutes says it all. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Zinchenko has been brilliant for Pep Guardiola mm-hmm. playing in a position that he that he's not used to. Mm-hmm. uh for <laughs> near enough Pep's whole season, uh, whole time at City. Uh, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so in my opinion, uh City. Have, I, I've seen glimpses of City that I seen two, three years ago when they were they were just unbelievable mm-hmm. and that's why they won the league something just switched and I think it was a game at Stamford Bridge that they won and I think ever since that moment they've just been a machine yeah. and that, that that's just what City do they just yeah. when they click and they get into that mentality yeah. they just they, they no one can bring them down yeah.
0: Because they had a really poor start, didn't they? Remember they were like 8th at one point or 7th. Oh, they got,
2: they got beat 5-2 yeah. off West so, and so things like that. So, yeah.
0: yeah so something
2: like- changed and mm-hmm. the mentality ever since is just yeah. once City once get that mentality... Yeah. That they're not going to stop, that no one can bring them down, and they're just an unstoppable machine,
0: yeah. And you had the last laugh, you predicting it, you got three points for that prediction, uh, putting them top. But I, at first, I remember when they were eighth, I was like, Oh, they're gonna finish even outside the top four. Um, and I thought I was having the laugh there, but again, you've you proven right that you're always right, So, <laughs> Um, with, with Man City, um, anyway, we'll move on to, to the next club, um, and yeah. Theo, you predicted Chelsea in fourth and I predicted them to finish th- first is what would put them the other way around. So, Chelsea, they, they finished fourth. You, you got them spot on there, mate. Um, do you think that it's been a poor season? Obviously, they, they sacked Frank Lampard and they brought in Tuchel, but they're in the Champions League final. Um, what, what do you make of that?
1: It's just a bizarre season for Chelsea. I mean, realistically, Chelsea should be finishing top four with the squad they've got anyway. Um, and Chelsea's squad is good enough to be in the Champions League final. It's yeah. just... It's just been play, It's just been individual. They've basically got there because of Mason Mount, to be brutally honest. Um, and to all these idiots who said that he was only in the club because, you know, Frank Lampard was his dad. You guys are, don't, don't watch football. Mason Mount is the real deal. He's England's best player um, by a country mile. He's, he's fantastic. And I'm really glad to see him thriving. But I, I'm if uh, Chelsea are going to lose the Champions League final, um, Man City will win 2-1, I'm calling it here. And Tuchel will have lost two finals because Tuchel is not a winner. Mm. Um, and in my opinion, I think Lampog would have took them close to both of those anyway. I don't think Tuchel's mm. done anything fantastic. Um, but it's a big season next season for for a certain couple of individuals, Timo Werner, Kai Havertz, Hakim Ziyech, um, or, or, or they, they risk really being sold, to be honest. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. I think that, I think Chelsea would have, struggled I think under Lampard to get to the final of the Champions League personally. Um I think they would would have got beaten on the way um probably in either the quarters or the the, the semis really. Um I think they they probably would have got beaten. Um but yeah I think they might have made top four with Lampard as well. I don't think that's a, an amazing job. They were very fortunate as we said to to make top four uh Ronan as as we were saying that Leicester probably should have made it. Um but I think that Chelsea, do you think under Tuchel now that they're going to get a, the right blend of so they've got Ferner, uh and Havertz, do you think he can get them firing properly next season?
2: Um, I don't think that he'll win anything with Chelsea. Mm. Um, I think he's a good manager. I think that he'll get Chelsea, Like I think he'll make Chelsea a better team than they already are. But I don't think he'll win anything. Uh, mm. I think it would... I just think it was shocking that they they sacked Lampard. Lampard should never have been sacked. Um, Mm. Yeah, he went through a rough spell, but every manager goes through a rough spell. That's when you've got to back your manager the most. Mm. And Chelsea being Chelsea, do what they do best and sack Mm. managers for no reason. Mm. Um, So, no, I, I just think, I don't think Tuchel's done anything that Lampard couldn't have done apart from possibly getting to the Champions League final Mm -hmm. but he's not going to win that either and I would say that again I would say that even if they were if they were playing anyone in the final not not just because it's City
0: Mm -hmm. yeah definitely I think I think they'll they'll get beat by City I think they might get a real hide in it I think 2-1's quite generous Theo as well (laughs) when you said 2-1 but I think Man City could easily go and batter them uh, the way their form is at the it's moment.
2: a disgrace that they got top four this season a disgrace after that, that final day performance that yeah. that's a lot the fact that they got beat 2-0 off at Aston Villa um, yeah. when they knew they had to win to get top four is an absolute disgrace you,
0: when you think of it you'd think that some players would say they're on their summer holidays but they've got the Euros coming up so they can't really be on their summer holidays can they really so um, I think players need to really wake up at Chelsea um, both both for the the, fine, the Champions League final and the European uh, finals as well. Um, so we'll move on uh, to the, to the next club though. Um, and yeah, we I've got Man United in third. I put Man United in third, and so did you, Theo. They came second in the end, so it's a better season than we predicted at, at the start. But you, I was saying that I thought they could maybe really make, maybe make a challenge for Man City. At one point they looked like they could, but do you think that they're a way a, a long way off, or do you think that they can really compete next year?
1: They're close. They're close. They're a fantastic season for Man United. I'm disappointed that I um I didn't put them second uh because I, I kind of had a bit of a but I just chickened out a little. It, fantastic season for Man United, especially if they win the Europa League final um tomorrow. They, they, they just need to, to 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 get a couple of signings. They, they are close, in my opinion. I think they're almost there. Mm-hmm. Um they need a new centre back. They need to get rid of that atrocious, diabolical footballer in Fred. <laughs> I knew you were um, going to say that. <laughs> and he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a disgrace of a footballer. He's an absolute yeah. joke. I don't know what hold he has over Solskjaer. He should not be playing football. Um, but yeah, when you've got Bruno Fernandes on the field, they, they've, they've just got to resolve the goalkeeper issue, get a world-class centre-back to play alongside Maguire, get a right mid and um, a new central midfield. And, and to be honest... You you, you you can't say they're not gonna be near because you know, look at the players they've got. I mean yeah. it's
0: yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, I think I think Jaden Sancho has to be that right midfielder. I think yeah. he, he's been fantastic again, showed that he's he obviously had a poor start of the season with Dortmund um, I think that Man United transfer failing um, might have distracted him a bit but he's came back really strong and I think this summer he will definitely go to Manchester United um, as their right winger. I think Mason Greenwood through the middle as well needs to be the future. Rashford Greenwood and Sancho I think that would be really exciting with Cavani as well on the bench. I think they got him obviously tied down to another one year deal. As you are saying, defence midfield I'm not sure who they go for um, but they definitely need someone other than Fred alongside McTominay and Bruno Fernandes and centre-back again they need that strong centre-back I've heard they've been linked with Sven Botman um, from Lille I think that's been linked and I think that'd be quite interesting but it is a bit of a risk because it is one season he's had in the French League I game. like Paul Torres
2: Val- Paul Torres
3: Val-
0: yeah Paul Torres at Vill- Villarreal I think he's a good player um, Rafael Verano go to Man
1: United
0: Raphael Verano go to United he has
1: been the big rumour but as as a Man United fan, I wouldn't want ram Yeah, I don't think he's I don't like lo- I don't think he's very I don't think he's that good. I don't yeah. know about you guys. I, I, I don't think he's amazing.
0: You. I don't think he's world class, which is what I think Man United need to be looking for. Yeah. Um I think they need to be looking for a, a, a world class centre back. They need they uh, or, need or a leader. Yeah. They need
2: a Maguire's not a leader in my opinion. I don't think Harry Maguire's a leader in the slightest. Mm. Um they need somebody that will go in there and take command of that yeah. defense because but Harry Maguire
1: they, is
0: yeah they need a ball up. play they need a ball playing centre back though because Maguire's that big burly centre back you've got but you need a ball playing centre back.
1: I think I think that the one man who obviously you know hasn't I haven't said him in a few episodes is it's got to be Alessio Romanoli. I mean you know come on he's mm-hmm. uh, he's a leader as yeah. they come. I mean mm-hmm. yeah Matthias De Ligt as well. I mean he's he's having a horrendous time at Juventus. Why would he want to stay there?
0: Yeah, yeah, that could be a good shout. Um, I remember suggesting Lenormand Le from uh, from Dad. Maybe it's a bit too soon for him, but I think he's a good player, a young player coming through. I think he could be quite exciting. Um, I think he'd be a really good shout. But yeah, there's a lot of good young centre-backs out there that you could go for. Um, but I think they need to be careful they don't go too young. Um, and Botman, I think he needs another year um, in the league uh, to prove that he's got that ability to stay there. Um, and then I think maybe maybe a move to Man United or maybe a, a club slightly lower um, would be a good option for him.
1: What would you... Um, I put Locatelli at CDM if possible.
0: What would you do goalkeeper-wise, lads? Dean Henderson. Dean Henderson, yeah. Dean Henderson's yeah. the obvious one. Yeah, I think De Gea's they done. Um, I'd move to the Gea on. De showed has showed again that he, again
2: that he yeah. has like, glimpses again that but, he's maybe getting back to what he yeah. was. Our, improved but I don't think you will ever get back to what
0: he was but, but I think that yeah. helps you get in a transfer fee I think that yeah, helps you get definitely. a transfer fee for De Gea I think you move him on to another Spanish club bringing a younger uh, keeper to ah. compete with Henderson uh, for the future I think I don't know what keep, young keepers are out there but I think you can get a young goalkeeper that would be happy to be number two to start with and then progress maybe um, on to be again competing for that number one spot with Henderson
2: The squad that you have the now I still think they're quite far away from City and Liverpool um, you take Bruno Fernandes out of that team, and Manu aren't Manu. Um, yeah, but I think it's quite.
0: It'd be quite exciting if they brought Sancho. If in. they bring in, the, the, if they bring the, in
2: Sancho, and if they bring in a world class centre and, back, as you say if they bring yeah, in a, a good, yeah. like like a tonali mm-hmm. or something like that, uh, CDM, then yeah, they, they they they've got a chance of being up yeah. there. But yeah. they're still they're still, although they finished above Liverpool. Liverpool have had yeah. a. We'll talk about them in a second. Yeah, the first yeah. season, yeah. but yeah. Um, they're they're still quite a bit away from those two in my
0: opinion. Yeah, Yeah. well we'll we'll, we'll just cover this quickly Theo, get your opinions on Solskjaer, do you think obviously he's done a good job with Shaw uh, reinvigorating him as a player Um, he's brought Greenwood back into the fold he's done well recently as well do you think that Solskjaer is the man to take United forward for the next couple of seasons?
1: Yeah, definitely, I mean I can't praise him highly. They win, they win the cup tomorrow. It's been a phenomenal season. Absolutely brilliant season. The progress is there. The board need to back him. Um, and the one thing I like about him is, is just how he's improved players. Luke Shaw's playing out of his skin. Um, yeah, he's, he, he's, he's a really nice guy and he's, he's getting results.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and don't be fooled. I know Bruno Fernandes has been incredible this season and player of the season, in my opinion, in the league. Um, but there's more to Man United than, than meets the eye, but Bruno is the man, yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, we'll move on to the last club, and that's Liverpool-Ronan. I'll go to you first. It was a poor season. Um, a lot of people were saying the worst champions ever, um, but they've proven that they they still got the capability of getting in top four, and that I think that, that says everything, that they, they did show a bit of resilience to them uh, to get back into the top four and to get that uh, Champions League spot. Um, but yeah do you think that it has been a poor season though all round when you consider it um, considering the season they've had or do you think it's mainly down to injuries both
2: um, the last 10 games of the season you're right the resiliency showed to do it it shows this, that mentality is still there last 10 games drew 2-1-8 um, so it's because of that that they got top 4 um, so they proved it Injuries, I mean, the fact that we did that the last 10 games, unbeaten, with Nat Phillips mm-hmm. and Rhys Williams at the back mm-hmm. uh, and Ozan Kabak at times as well, mm-hmm. that that says it all. If you've got Virgil van Dyke and Joe Gomez or Joe Matip in there, you're, you're no losing the games, that, the stupid games that we lost. Um, yeah, I, I think... Overall, this season I think it's just been one of the one of these seasons for Liverpool that you just need to write off and start again. Mm-hmm. Things just didn't go right for Liverpool this mm-hmm. season because of injuries. Thiago had a rough start, mm-hmm. and I think that's why he's had a disappointing season. He's yeah. been playing in positions that he's not used to. He's mm-hmm. been playing deeper than he's meant to be playing because of the injuries.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Liverpool's player of the season has been Fabinho for me. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's outstanding. Uh, and again, those those last ten games, yeah. he came back into midfield and that's why we won it. Yeah,
0: think. well that's why I, I was about to ask you that. Do you think that, that miss that missing piece in midfield of Fabinho having to drop 100%. the centre back, do you think that was the downfall of Thiago? Do you think?
2: A hundred percent. The second Fabinho's in there and Thiago goes up the pitch further, he's a different player and he's comfortable mm-hmm. and he's where he's meant to be. Yeah. Um Fabinho has proven that he can play centre back as well mm-hmm. and he's very he's good there. But mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just been one of these seasons for Liverpool where you just go, do you know what? Um, Nothing can be done about this season. Um, Mm -hmm. It was just one of those things. Move on to next year and get back to... And I've I've got no doubt they'll be back to where they were last Mm -hmm. season. No
0: question. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Theo, I'll ask you this quickly. Do you think they need to reinvigorate that front three? Obviously, it's coming towards an end. It looks like uh, Salah had a really good season considering, to be honest, but Mane... Obviously, got two goals in the last game of the season, but it's been a poor season for him. And Firmino, it's been really poor. And yeah, it looks like Bobby Firmino, it's, it's really coming to an end, isn't it?
1: Yeah, time to get a new striker. Uh, Mane, I'm sure Mane will be back next season. Um, just massive shout out to Mohamed Salah. What a phenomenal season in such a poor season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's been incredible. Just to come one goal short of the golden boot. I'm so gutted um, that he yeah, had the golden boot. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's been awesome. But yeah, it's time for a change at Liverpool. But all this talk around, you know, Christmas time when they were losing that Klopp needs to be sacked. Behave yourself.
2: I yeah,
0: know.
1: Yeah, definitely. Hey, definitely.
0: Put it, that, in that, their place, Theo. Yeah, it was yeah. a, a, a push. De- definitely push-outs there uh, from whoever was saying that because, yeah, Klopp, I think, he can rebuild hopefully um under Michael Edwards as, as the sporting director. Um I definitely think he can bring in looks like Kanati's
1: uh, already a Hitler. done deal. Kanati sure.
0: looks like a good centre back to bring in. Um Van Dyke I think be...
1: does it no but does it? I haven't seen him much at Leipzig to be honest.
0: Yeah, I think I think he's he's not as highly praised as the, the other two in Michele and uh Upa Meccano, but I think he's
2: better than Upa McCann. I think Upa useless sometimes.
0: Mm, yeah, I think he's.
1: Well, strong... Bayern, that's why Bayern have signed him. They, centre mm-hmm.
0: I, I, think he's a he, he's a strong centre back, Kanati And I think I, I still think he's going to be at least an asset to to Liverpool. Um, Van Dyke being missing, I think he's going to be missing. Obviously, he's missing for the Euros. Um, I don't know when he's due back, Ronan, but I think he's going to be a real, real really smart. The, yeah, decision.
2: focus. Yeah, oh, brilliant decision. I mean, he could have made the Euros, but he's decided for himself, my right. main focus just to get fully fit again that's and. Good. I'm delighted to hear that as a Liverpool fan
0: that he's not yeah. going to the Euros. <laughs> Plus, he's got he's got he he might have the World Cup to look forward to anyway. So if 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 the Dutch do well, so hopefully Absolutely. he can make the World Cup and, and and get a shot in that tournament. Um. So yeah, that's that's a good way kind to kind to attend end it, guys. Um. Theo, we'll just quickly review the league. Well, actually, we'll, we'll talk about before Norwich coming up. Well done to Norwich. They had a great year. Hopefully, do you think they can stay up this season or this upcoming season, Theo? If
1: they stop playing attacking football, yes. If not, they're going down and they're going to finish twentieth.
0: Mm. Do you agree with that, Ronan? Do you think they need to uh, change their go game? Straight,
2: They'll go straight back down. I mm-hmm. think that um, they're not going to change the way they play. Uh, yeah. They're yeah, they they need backed as well. They need mm-hmm. backed, yeah, yeah. financially. Yeah. And I don't think they'll get that, so I think they'll be straight back down. Yeah,
0: they need they need that financial back, and I think they're going to be a bit better stead than they were the season before. Um because if they keep the players they've already got, uh Buendia's a top player, Cantwell's a good player in my opinion. Uh, team of good Buendia I think yeah. will leave. Um they, they can't lose the likes of Adens as well. Adens has been fantastic, uh, right back. The the they need to, can't and, well is, they need to keep
2: Cantwell.
0: Yeah they need to keep these players so um and, and build on that um to, to really have a chance of staying up. Watford as well, um, done really well. Um, Theo, do you think they could stay up as well? Do you think they've got a, obviously a young, a, an interesting manager as well? So um, we'll, we'll cover it in a, a proper episode for them. But do you think that they have an opportunity to stay up?
1: Uh, maybe uh, they, they will end up sacking their manager half of the season but yeah. I mean you know if, if they keep hold of um, Ismaili Sard they've got
0: every chance mm-hmm. yeah what a player he is he, he's been fantastic was too good for the championship for definite oh, um, yeah. and yeah. then and then between the other two obviously with the playoffs the playoff final still to be played uh, between Brentford and Swansea Theo what's your predictions for, for that
1: Swansea will win
0: Swansea will win yeah I, I think Swansea will win I think I simply I think because
1: of Thomas Frank
0: Mm. Yeah, I you, think you, you Brentford will do it. it. I, I hope Brentford do it. I hope Brentford do it because I want Brentford to I, do it. I want I want a different team in the Premier League. Yeah, I don't want I don't want a, the same club I feel Brentford Greenfield,
2: deserve so. to be in the Premier League because yeah. they've they've been here. They do, they,
0: they, they deserve their chance, in my opinion. They yeah. deserve the chance to make it. Um, and yeah, I know that you dislike Thomas Frank, Theo, but I definitely think that. They've got Ivan Tony. You never know He could maybe turn up And and bang in a couple of goals For them in the the final So yeah Hopefully we we see them Do do the job uh, And come up to the the Premier League
1: I'd love to see Swansea go up Personally
0: Yeah definitely Um, Theo Have you counted up your points Uh, Have you you, What's your point total then
1: um, I, I didn't one hundred percent. I kind of lost a bit of track, but yeah. I think I got about sixteen or seventeen, bro. Because I got two, f- right. I got two big boys.
0: Yeah, I'm just, I'm just counting yours there now. So if you give me one second, I think you got fifteen. I think, I think you only got fifteen points. So what did you say? Did you, did you think you got fifteen points? Off?
1: I said I got like sixteen or seventeen. Yeah, I think,
0: I think it was fifteen points. I think it was fifteen points. But I definitely think you've won. Um, I'll just count my points there now. Um, it's going to be quite embarrassing. For
2: <laughs> um, Jordan deserves a minus twelve, just for, <laughs> just for the West Ham
0: shout. Yeah, yeah, definitely true. I agree. <laughs> I'm... <Really? laughs> I'm on one point. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> hey. With all the minus points, I think I got one point in total. Oh, right. that's, that's embarrassing. That's actually, but imba- I'm just double checking this. I'm just double checking this. So, yeah, yeah, I should know. No, uh, no uh, yeah, yeah. It's one point. <laughs> I think it's. <laughs> I think it's one point. Anyway, you, you clearly won. <laughs> um, but <laughs> he was like, "Sure, that bad, guys, still- Theo's face is a picture right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. But it's, that, that was that was that was pretty embarrassing. You're going to need to
1: join a new podcast to be honest. I mean.
0: <laughs> I'll get better next season. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, I'll, I'll do better next season. I'll probably predict Joe. man. I'll probably predict Man City first, and they'll come like twentieth. <laughs> you never know. Just n- know my luck. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, guys, that, that was our predictions for the league table um, and we covered them. Um, quite embarrassing for myself, only getting one point point. Um, and Theo clearly won the predictions. But next season, guys, it'll be quite interesting to see what happens. As we said, um, before we wrap up today's podcast, we've got a lot of interesting content coming to you uh, for the Euros. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of things. Um, it, yeah, it's, it's going to be quite interesting. Um, we'll obviously cover... Obviously, both our teams, England and Scotland, in it, so it'll be in the same group as well. So that's going to be a really interesting talking point once once that game's played. We'll definitely and get a podcast up for you uh, uh, on that game, uh, our thoughts on it, and our thoughts on the tournament right throughout. Um, And we'll be doing next week, hopefully our predictions um, for for the Euros and who we think is going to win it and do well in the groups as well. So thanks again for listening, guys. Remember to check out all of our uh, podcast platforms. Make sure you follow on there. um, Click the follow button, click the like buttons, um, and make sure you also follow us on uh, Twitter and on Instagram. I've seen Theo, you've been doing the tweets um, recently. I remember you saying you missed Rocky Santa Cruz to the Man City fans. So um, that was quite an interesting tweet to see. Um, But yeah, make sure you go and follow us on both uh, platforms. Hopefully we'll have more content going up on there um, in the future. So thanks again for listening, guys. And thank you to my my co-host, Theo and Ronan. Thanks for being on, boys, again. Um, And we'll catch you later. Bye for now.